Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Pastors Podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and making good with the promise that if Biden won, we would rededicate our lives to Christ. <laughs> My name is Michael Basinger. With me are uh, Brad Polly. Amen. Matt Polly. Rock Communion. Uh, together we are the Inglorious Pastors. Are we using my tub to rebaptize? Yeah, we got a triple dunk. Have you been double dunked yet? No, just, I just I, did the I've one. I've been double dunked. No, I've only been dunked the once, yeah. yeah. Double dunk, and I need a triple I did dunk. rededicate my life to the Lord at one point. That's the same thing. I rededicated my life. What, like two every, years after I did it the first time? I rededicated my life <laughs> yeah. every time I jerked off. I learned about jerking off. I got to... I guess I rededicated my life to the Lord ten thousand times. I'm almost certain I, it was I rededicated my life at a freaking uh, CIY. Who, you did? Oh, who yeah, did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I actually did rededicate or I don't think I did. Is it the year I dunk. dedicated my life to ministry? Yeah, that was a good sure. decision. Yeah, really, I dedicated my life. Really to heard ministry. the Lord on that sure one. <laughs> I dedicated my life to ministry as a uh, as a backdoor rededication. <laughs> so I didn't have to get redone. Is that butt stuff? <laughs> no, oh. the backdoor. Uh, lovers uh, announcements this is our last episode of the year 2020 so yeah who cares yeah just so you can suck a uh, where's dick. your where's the episode for Christmas day I, I need to listen to it oh, this is it motherfucker <laughs> play it back in, in single in 1.0 speed so it'll last you longer there you go um, well, these are usually about four hours long. Yeah, I was so say these are yeah it's gonna take you a little while to get the all the meat off the bone <laughs> if you will um. Well. All right. Speaking of taking longer, let's let's do the long version of this. Cause why not? I walk into the kitchen, pour myself a drink. It's only Tuesday, and the week's already bad. That's fair. Yeah. Well, that's... I need some inspiration, something to help me think. But I'll settle for the pastors for Michael, Matt, and Brad. Lucas and Moncton, Branson, etc. Hey, hey, what are you drinking? Hey, hey, I've been thinking that if we're gonna get through this, we're gonna need some fluid. So hey, hey, what are you drinking now? Dun, dun. They'll make you laugh and wonder. They'll offer you some rest with Luffy and hashtags But if you get offended by swearing booze and sex Baby, keep on moving Come back another day That's fair. Or don't. Whatever. Probably don't. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, what are you drinking? Hey, hey, I've been thinking that if we're gonna get through this we're gonna need some fluid so hey, this round is brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash pastors podcast where podcasts are in your ears mm-hmm. so we're not doing um live in the speakeasy this week because uh um we're gonna be playing a lot of music a lot of music soon. yeah so uh what are, you, what are you guys drinking i'm drinking isaac bowman uh it sounded delicious and it is delicious uh, I'm having a couple things. I'm having uh, churro sombrero from Clown Shoes. It is a Mexican style chocolate stout with vanilla beans and cinnamon. It, it's fine. I think it's good. Yeah, I mean it's nothing special, but it's it's good. Mm-hmm. It's not as good as the uh, Stone Chocoveza. No, that's that one's good. fucking ridiculous. Um, 
And then I'm having old Carter Chaka bourbon. Chaka clapped for me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why. It just, it just came to me like that. I got, I got nothing. That's, I, yeah. that's that's really damn good, man. <laughs> that's really good. Um, then I'm I'm having the same beer Brad's having, and then uh, I'm having a uh, Abelauer uh, double cask matured their 12 year Highland Scotch. So can't be nice. No, good stuff. Abelauer's good stuff. Nice, nice, nice. I don't understand why people don't like space side scotches. That's a fucking delicious space side scotch. That's a Highland. I thought Abelauer was space side. Says Highland single malt. Okay, I do like Highlands. I like yeah. space sides. Though. I do too. Yeah, I don't know why they get a bad rap. Space side? No, spay side. S P E Y. The river spay. Oh, spay like um, Bob Barker? No, no. no. Have you had spade and neuter? No, no, absolutely not. It has nothing to do with that at like, all. Like uh, Mario Stop. Lopez. It's a region. It's a. Re- it's a reboot of um, Saved by the Bell. No, what? Space side. That's where they went to school. <laughs> Boy. You kind of you kind of ruined it. You had Choco Vesa cleft for me. It's all downhill for me. Anybody got any what the fuck? I don't. Going on? Well, I mean, other than the fact that like our our country's just run by fucking infants. Who like, had the thing about Putin? Oh, uh, that was uh, Matt. Yeah, say your thing. I, Putin congratulated Joe Biden before fucking Mitch McConnell did. <laughs> that sack of fucking he shit, is, man. He is a bad person, man. Just there's no other way to put it. No, he's worse. He is, he is, is evil. He is evil an person. evil, evil ghoul. He's a ghoul. He is. A, he is. He's an evil ghoul. So yeah. when you can't afford your rent, uh, it's because his, it's, it's entirely him. One hundred holding up Mitch McConnell, holding up bipartisan bills. Yeah, yeah. because 100%. he wants to protect corporations from getting sued. He's a sack when their when their fucking employees die from COVID. Yeah. Thanks, I, I don't say this often, but that is one person that the world would be better place when he dies. Yeah, it just will be. And there's, I mean, that's. Yeah, I don't care if that's wrong to say that. It's true. So yeah. he is. Uh, he's a bad person. Um, I will drink to his death. <laughs> I'm not fucking kidding, man. Yeah. He is. He has destroyed this country he and has. destroyed more yeah. lives. He's actually worse than, than, than Trump than has any ever single of person in in yeah in Congress. Yeah, he by, is. by a a country mile. He's worse than Trump by a country mile. Yeah. So, um, I had something. What I have? Bad stuff. What the fuck? No, I mean, um, I've been. Go ahead and really come at me for saying he. I'd be happy if he died because I don't really give a shit at I this don't point care either. Yeah. I, I don't hold to the Christian ethic anymore. Brandon, you know dick. Matt's phone number. Text him. <laughs> That's fine. Go ahead. Um, uh, man, I don't know. I thought I had something, but I. Right. Oh, oh, the fact that. I was watching the news last night. I don't know why. I don't know why I do it to myself. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll turn on the local news, and they're uh, had a reporter in D.C., and it was, of course, the Electoral College got it, it happened exactly like everybody knew it was going to happen, which is yeah. to say normally. Yeah. And uh, she was like, yeah, I've been ta- I talked to some Republicans today and they said that they will accept the they'll accept the uh, uh, results of the election. You have a goddamn I choice. <laughs> I, I guess we'll accept I literally it. I was God. in the room with me. Oh. I was in the living room with me and my kids. I literally yelled. You don't have a choice. You have to accept it. Like, there's how no, brave of you 38 days after the election to accept what we no knew choice. four days after the election. Oh, oh my God, man. dude. I sent a letter to our congressman who was one of the shit stains that uh, all of them were. No, all, all five of them signed on. Five of them signed on to that stupid Texas. Well, case. ours, our particular congressperson 
Uh, he's a sack of shit anyway. And both of our centers are garbage sent him people, a, too. Not that it matters, but it made me feel a lot better. I sent an email to him and just said, you're not an American. You're an, you're an absolute disgrace. And, I mean, I just went on and on. Yeah. And, on. I, and I, I ended it with, and to whatever aid is reading this email, you can do better than this. Go find a job working for an actual human being. You're better than this. Is how I ended the email. Felt good, didn't it? It did, awesome. man. Every once in a while, I'll just go, really every once in a while, I just go at somebody on Twitter oh, and just, just tell them what good. a terrible human being I, they are. I absolutely it, cannot stand that person. No. I can't stand Trey Hollingsworth. He is just an evil person. Old Tennessee Trey. Oh my go god, he's the worst, and he's going to be our congressman until he decides he doesn't want to be anymore. Until he's bored. Yeah, he's daddy. Thanks, gerrymandering. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, there's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing you can do about it. All right, uh, we got a poetry corner. No, nah, nope. cares. Um, all right, um, Brightside. Always <laughs> You're listening to Brightside with Mr. Brightside himself, Matt Pollard. <laughs> I have nothing there. I, I did match. I, I actually do believe it or not. Oh yeah. If life seems What's your Brightside? Um, we went the family and the dog. Went to um, take two electric boogaloo. Yeah, went state to the, the state fairgrounds to see their light show, which is fucking impressive. Yeah, we did it, it is, too last weekend. It was awesome. It is. It's thirty bucks a car or like seven dollars a person or yeah. whatever. We paid the thirty bucks just to whatever. It probably cost us two extra dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I guess the dog counts too. I don't know if that counts as a passenger, but sure. um, anyway, it's it's set to it's set to music and it's. It's, it's, impressive. it's impressive. Do you have a radio, or is it like no? You, you turn it to ninety point seven. No, you turn tune it in on your car. Okay. Radio. So does does the song go with okay, the lights? So yes. here's it does. I didn't know how it works. So basically, everybody's hearing the same song and everybody's seeing the same light pattern. You're just in a different part yeah. of the the line seeing okay. it. So everybody's seeing the everybody's getting the same yeah. show. Song. So like you saw if you saw it from overhead, you'd be seeing. The whole thing to the one song. I told Mandy. Like, we all were, the lights yeah, are the one I, song. I told oh, Mandy weird. when we were there, I was like, my God, can you imagine seeing that from an airplane, like, mm-hmm. landing in Indy? It'd be amazing. It'd be amazing. Oh, wow. So, like, wherever you are in line, you're just seeing it for that song, and the people behind you are, are hearing the same song, but they're seeing different variation yeah. of what you're seeing, basically. Really so you cool. could go through, in theory, you could go through again and be have it be different. Essentially. Yeah. You would just, sort of. It, it would essentially be the same yeah. thing, but you might hit a different the song in a different place and see a different yeah light sequence did you go through there like 60 miles an hour <laughs> dude no. I, I thought about it. i was like man how fun to be just to blow through this there's not a, you can't really see much either no so. you can't a lot of lights yes. a lot of lights yeah it was it's pretty cool like i said we did it last weekend it was real or wednesday when i was and we drove around week. the we went to downtown and we got wendy's for the uh, for jude because that's all he eats <laughs> <laughs> and um, gonna get them nuts. And ended up downtown. Ended up downtown on uh, Washington at Chipotle. Grabbed that and then drove around the circle mm-hmm. and then went home. So yeah. it was nice. I mean, we did. We did. We didn't have to. The only waiting we had to do is we were probably ninth or tenth in line hmm. to get in. Like we didn't have to nice. wait. The only waiting we did is so the sun would actually go down. I think That's we waited early. like an hour or That's something. That's how we got bad, there. So. We got there fucking early. Yeah. So and I'm glad we did because man, it was. Backed up on Forty yeah. Second Street again, yeah. and yeah, so yeah, yeah, that was good. So yeah, Brad? it was downhill from there, but uh, yeah, it's all downhill. From uh, uh, Mandy and I on Friday, yeah, Friday. I won a uh, last week. I won a major um, award. I mean, kind of. It was an exp- what an ex- fucking expensive award. I can tell you that. Nice. Um, won an Instagram contest from a bourbon page I follow, Indiana Bourbon. 
they were giving this thing away where uh, down at there's a distillery in Nashville, Indiana, uh, which is like a half an hour from here, called Hard Truth Distillery. Um, I'd never been there. I've I've heard of their stuff. I'd had a couple of other things, and they've been really good. Anyway, they they just released a uh, 14 year uh, whiskey, Tennessee whiskey that they got Tennessee their hands whiskey. on, and then they uh, did these. The distiller did these three variants on it where he put them in smoked barrels. Oh, so he put it in an applewood smoked barrel, uh, a a hickory smoked barrel, and then a maple smoked barrel. Dang. Um, and so they just, they just released these. So they did this, uh, contest where they picked like eight people, um, from their thousands of guests and somehow, or from their thousands of followers. And somehow I got picked. Nice. So anyway, got to take Mandy. We went down and it was a, it was a tour, um, and it was tastings. And so I was like, okay, we'll go down and it'll be fun. We'll do a short tour. We'll be down there for like, I don't know, an hour, you know, be a short tour and we'll taste the, the, we got to, like, I knew we were going to be able to taste the new 14 year whiskey plus all the variants. And what I didn't realize is that we'd be down there for like two and a half hours and be completely fucking hammered. Nice. Completely. How'd you get home? Well, Oh, great. Yeah. Cause well, those roads are super straight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, let's just the less said about this, the better. Yeah. So, um, so we, we start in the rack house. They've got a pretty good sized rack house that just the smell in there. I want We're my in house, the rack house now. I want, I want my house to smell like that. Mm-hmm. And so we tried the 14 year single barrel. Uh, it was of course, fantastic. Uh, the guy that just made the distiller, the actual master distiller was like the one doing the tour. So, um, then we went up and we had an old fashioned for, this is all for free an old fashioned. Okay. Uh, and then we went and toured that was in their visitor center. Then they took us to the actual where they distill the spirits and stuff and got to tour that. We got to see a couple of, uh, uh, tanks of like fermenting whiskeys. One was a bourbon, one was a rye. Um, the smell was absolutely fantastic. And then the, one of the girls, there was a, a girl that was kind of a, a tour guide as well. And she was like, okay stick your nose down here and i did and she goes now go like no into the fermenting tank you douche and so then i yeah just keep saying that into the fermenting tank and i and then she goes now go a little like and now (laughs) is that what we're calling it and now now go down to here and i did and it like burned my nostrils and took my breath away and made me cough i bet it did fuck off i'm done with this story fuck both of you all right we had fun (laughs) Uh, okay. Children. <laughs> Otis Arungus would want it that way. It's fine. Anyway, we tried it. Got to try everything on their menu. That's Good. awesome. Um, Is it? Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. So uh, mine is ab- about my dad. So my parents came up uh, this past, um, I don't know what day it was. Who knows? They've been here for a few days. Oh, they came up. Yeah. Did they, Michael? Yeah. They, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I see oh, what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. Well, you're going to feel like a real asshole in a second. No, I'm um, not because I know what you're going to say. Um, <laughs> so you just are an asshole. Got it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So my uh, my parents came up and my dad has had pancreatitis for half of my life at this point. Um, over half of my life. Um, and like 
a lot of that comes with uh, him being on drugs and uh, constantly and being in pain constantly. Um, but he recently switched doctors and got a nutritionist and has helped, you know, with all that medicine that goes in his body, the nutrition has to balance that out a little bit to kind of make it, um, you know, make him be able to withstand the pain that he's going through. Anyway, um, all that to say is um, I hung out with him on Saturday and it's probably the most I've ever seen my dad not have to like be secluded by himself because he was in pain. So uh, just really, really, uh, it was really great to hang out with my dad for a full day and not, you know, not have him be in just terrible pain. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that's it. And yes, you're still a shit person. That's fine. Yeah. I didn't torpedo yours, you dick. No, <laughs> you. No, I didn't. So don't. But no, what I, I didn't say, say you did, but <laughs> but you definitely set up the tee for me. You you lobbed a softball up there. You're ready. You you you're just begging for me to hit it. Okay. Mm. Yeah. All right. What are we doing? Uh, let's do. Okay. So, uh, are we ready to do music seg- segment? Are we going to do Oh, meditating with Gary Busey. Meditating with Gary Busey. All right, here we go. Sorry. I dropped that. That was accidental. Sorry. Meditating with Gary Busey. Where I've been is because of where I am now. I don't even know what fucking nonsense. I, I mean, I get it. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. There's nothing to get. Where I am is because, uh, but where I where I am is because of where I've been, right? No. Where I turned been, it around. Where I've been is because of where, where I, I am. am now. Yeah, it's all forward and backwards. No, it isn't. It's time's it's fluid. Not, time's oh an God. time's an illusion, guys. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, so we are going to do a music segment because we have a music segment song, and because we've been doing the speakeasy stuff we don't have like the uh we haven't been able to do this segment because of the music um so but we've got a segment this is from patrick gott he sent us in a music segment no it's fine um it's not it's not as salacious as his his last (laughs) endeavor to make it thank god for that so uh yeah this is it i think it's yeah music segment i don't know what to call this so there's nothing more the three white guys like more than two philosophize about why they're right about the things they like from peach to terra to ambient noise here's raps and riffs that three white boys think you should know so here we go Enjoy the show. That's <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was perfect. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I like it. Thanks, Patrick. Um, so, yeah. So, w- what do you guys have for music? I don't have anything because I didn't know we were doing this segment tonight. Well, so, I mean, I got nothing. We did kind of mention it last week, but it's fine. Well, I just thought since we have so much other music that we wouldn't be doing You don't have it. any music this this week? No. Matt, what do you got? Um, this is, uh, so, I've, I get a lot of my recommendations from like uh, Bandcamp. They do articles and stuff of like, like at the end of every month they do like band camps, right? Articles. They yeah, do, they do like best. I know they did articles. Yeah, they do like best, uh, best jazz albums of the month. Like they do it every month. Okay. Best metal albums, best punk albums, best rap albums. 
Um, I think I found this one through that. The name is awesome. The band is Cold Meat. <laughs> nice. The album is hot and flustered. Um, I just, oh, yeah. Meat. Yeah. The song's called Pisces Crises. <laughs> oh, wow. A lot. That's intense. It's, yeah, it's. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I, I. It's just a fun punk album, man. <clears throat> nice. Yeah, I do have something. So, it, nothing, oh, by, the, by the way, ten songs, twenty three minutes. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best thing about a punk album right now. Like those. There's some really good albums. punk music yeah. being put out right now. Um, I've got one on my top ten list. As a matter of fact. Um, so nothing. Little disclaimer: there, nothing I play off of this album right now is going to do this album justice so yeah it is it's literally a collective work like that you have to listen to start to finish um so i i don't know where i found oh it's because i follow nick cave on uh the socials found out about this album he did the album is from a guy called nicholas lens uh it's called litanies Hmm. L dot I dot T dot and then on and on and on like there's dots between every letter litanies um, by Nicholas Lenz and Nick Cave. So th- th- what I gather is Nicholas Lenz did the music and he does some a little bit of singing on the album, um, but it's mostly a woman that does the singing. And then Nick Cave wrote the litanies, hmm. dude. So this is just the this is the titles of the songs litany of divine absence litany of the first encounter. Litany of Blooming, Litany of the Sleeping Dream, Litany of the Yearning, Litany of Fragmentation, Litany of the Forsaken, Litany of Gathering Up, Litany of Transformation, Litany of Godly Love, Litany of the Unnamed, and then Litany of Divine Presence. And it's literally like a journey of like birth to death. Like It's a liturgy. I mean, it to say it's a liturgy, yes, that's yeah. exactly what it is. It is... Like I said, can't do it justice by playing whatever I'm going to play. I'm not even sure which one I'm going to play. Um, it, it, this Just keep in mind, if you're interested in this kind of thing, listen to the entire album start to finish. It's it's where it, That's the way it's supposed to be, and I would recommend reading the words along with it. Oh, my God. Uh, let's do um, Litany of Fragmentation. Baby. I got to work early. There we go. If you're there, collect me. Collect me. Collect me. 
really like this. Oh Lord, hear my prayer. I'm here and all about. So it goes on and on, but like, I mean, I, I literally have used it as meditation. Like when yeah, I'm driving, I, bet. I mean, it's like an hour and six minutes. I mean, it's, it's a pretty lengthy album and it is, like I said, read the lyrics while you're, while you're doing it and you see like the full journey of what that's awesome. is being done. Like it's, it's really good. So yeah. All right. Sweet. All right, I've got a twofer, um, and they have a theme. So I'll uh, see if you can figure out the theme. First one is a, it's called a Resentment uh, with Kesha, Sturgill Simpson, uh, Brian Wilson, and I forget what the fourth person is. It's not showing me, so let me see if I can. I have no idea. It's, I mean, there we go. We'll just, just listen to it. It's called Resentment. Oh, my helpful button. Darling, I feel used Nobody makes me feel the way you do And sometimes, or sometimes, or sometimes I just can't stand it Isn't that just the thing about us? I'm still thinking you could be the one But you're always, you're always, you're always Taking me for granted It's Brian Wilson in the background I got something I gotta get off of my chest God, how old is he? He's got to be like eight. I've been staying up while sleeping in my bed. I don't hate you, babe. It's worse than that. Cause you hurt me and I don't react. I've been building up this thing for months. Oh, oh, oh. I just, it's not typically something I'd listen to, but I, I like you know I like all those artists. Yeah, the fourth one is Rabel, by the way. Um, so it's it's just a interesting yeah. interesting mix of different artists I like. Yeah, uh, and then the next one is it's a cover of "Wouldn't It Be Nice" by True Scale. <laughs> so I I just came across this on the way here actually. If we were older Then we wouldn't have to wait so long Wouldn't it be nice to live together In the kind of world where we belong You know it's gonna make it that much better When we can say goodnight and stay together It's the only cover of the song I've ever been like that is I like that song anyway. Almost as good as the as yeah. original. I like that song anyway. So that's funny really how it covers 
can change the yeah almost the message of a song the, the they way change, they're sung. it changes the mood for sure it does yeah i mean you think about you know nine inch nails version of her their her version their original right song and then you think of cash's version right and i mean partly the artist singing it definitely changes that yeah but, for but sure even that the mood, <laughs> one the of them mood is of about it. drugs and the other was yeah about but losing that song is so yeah. epically it's so well produced and it was so ahead of its time and it sounds so iconic yeah to, it's hard to touch. Yeah. It really is mm-hmm. hard to touch. And I feel like they did something interesting enough, especially if yeah. you listen to the whole song as it goes on, some of the melodies they changed. And like it, this is the first one where I like, okay, this pays homage, but it also is its own yep. take on it. Yeah, it's good. I like it's really, it. Really, really good. Yep. So, all right. So that's a music segment. So I guess we'll go into a uh, news feed. Stephanie Rice. She's in Rice. Yeah. How many stories are we doing? Do we know? Um, keep it short. Let's or see, like one. Yeah. Right. One, three, eight. We'll see. Um, Stephanie Rice sends us one that says, A woman's neighborhood not happy about giant penis Christmas display. So, uh, Shelby, Deck the balls with Selby, Shelby Gash of Lenexa, Kansas, is on her neighborhood's naughty list after she is, put is up she, a. Is she, is she frothing? Frothing Gash? Frothing at the frothing Gash. Frothing at the Gash. <laughs> Never heard that Britishism. Nope. But I you need to I'm watch the sure I know what it is. Uh, anyway, so, uh, she, she put up her Christmas gross. lights this year. A local Fox affiliate went to the home to find out what neighbors uh, were so stiff about the display. No. <laughs> uh, they're, they're, Buzzing! They arrived on the scene to what appeared to be a, well, uh, a penis. Um, and it, it was on a Facebook post. They've already taken it down. So great reporting. Uh, <laughs> 97x.com. Breaking news. Nope. Never mind. Yep. Uh, so some neighbors didn't get the picture um, and uh, thought it might be a guitar or a, a light up sleigh. Uh, surely the, the 60, only guitar to ever look like a penis was Prince's. Sixty feet yeah. of lights yeah, well, on a the, rooftop at the Super Bowl. Yeah, surely it's not a monster dong. Uh, when asking twenty-four-year-old Shelby who put the lights up, what the display was roof, supposed to be, roof. she she bluntly <laughs> responded, "A giant glowing dick." Is what it is. So it just you turn your radio on, it plays "Get Off" by Prince. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, neighbors pushed the, for Shelby called, to take called, down the lights. The the display is called sixty three positions in a one night stand. <laughs> uh, neighbors called for called for uh, Shelby to put down Boy, that take down the lights filthy, to save the eyes of Boy. young children in the neighborhood. Yeah, it's yeah, it's <laughs> rough. <laughs> really, really something. <laughs> Shelby. One. Shelby was upset that uh, because she was trying to just get a laugh out of people in her uptight neighborhood, saying that there were cars stopping all night long to appreciate and take pictures of the massive display. Well, I'm sure. It's a giant penis, so. so yep. In dick news. That, yeah. that, that we... <laughs> what is this? Get off, my prince. Boy, this, uh, this video was something. Wow, was it ever. <laughs> I think I've seen it. Yeah, go ahead and YouTube that later. It's a fucking great song, though. That, that, yeah. I love the flautist. The flautistry. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
The song's about sex. Oh, and, I didn't and know. And lots of it. With many, many people. It is a great song. Yeah, it is. Get off. 23 positions in a one-night stand. Wow. Get off. That sounds exhausting. <laughs> Doesn't it though? Yeah. Boy, you'd have to have some protein powder or something. Yeah. <laughs> I bet so much vitamin E I can get God my hands damn. on. I'm gonna yeah. need some five hour energy and a twenty four pack of condoms. <laughs> no. Dude, after about three you'd be shooting steam. There'd be nothing yeah. left. You don't yeah. need a condom. Yeah. Uh yeah, so that's that's Thanks, Stephanie Rice. <laughs> when you caught him eat a vitamin E drip. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> You guys ever eat vitamin E before? No. Like the liquid? No. no. Don't do it. Why? What, what's just, it do to you? just tastes weird. <laughs> pro tips. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate this that. Concludes pro tips with Michael. All right. What do you got? Okay. So this is a weird story. Uh, this is in science news. Uh, this, are you going to present the exact same science story that I did last week about the aliens and there's no, proof of them and everything? Not. No, Ah, oh, damn. But I can't get it to load. Matt, do yours all while I work on Oh, my this. gosh. Son of a bitch. This computer blows. Okay. Is there a stock of broccoli coming out of your unicorn? Or is that gas? <laughs> it's a tail, Michael. Oh, no. that no. That's a fart. Yeah, okay. that's from the fart blanket that uh, Ryan Nelson got me for, okay. uh, for Secret It Santa. looks like a stock of broccoli. No, it's the... Uh, what's the... <laughs> It's a unicorn. That has oh, to be the a Dutch farting. oven kit. Yeah. One oh, of okay. the weirdest sentences ever uttered on this podcast. <laughs> Is that a stalk of broccoli coming out of your unicorn? And you've got like a, you've added some. <laughs> what the fuck? What I've are we some... doing with with your, what's what's that big one? The big bug. Oh, it's from, so we went to school with a guy who now uh, has a company that does like um, fishing apparel, basically. Okay. So like the hat that I had that had the little, uh, circle had to design on it yeah is a brown trout design it's the scale pattern of a brown trout i bought all my gators from him for i've work. got a couple of gators from work from him and they're okay. great yeah, but they they're are. all like fish patterns like fish scale gotcha. patterns no, he, does, uh, he does artistically mine is a national park i've got two of those or yeah whatever. yeah so anyway nice. so but he uh he had a deal where we were gonna get elijah a hat and i went and got a hat and he had a deal where if you put a code in you got a bunch of a whole pack of stickers so what is that it's a like a was that a crawfish or some oh, kind it's of like it's splayed out. So yeah. I guess it could be. You know. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Okay. So my story uh, from narcity.com. Yeah, that's not a real website. This is from Toronto. This is not Narf, a real where story. It's from Toronto. Uh, Ontarian. Ontarian leaves package of poop on porch, and it apparently got stolen only forty minutes later. More like Ontarianist. Terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Work, work Let me read that, that again. Ontarian. You've really been downhill since Chaco Vesa. Yeah, he really has. He struggled. Chaco Vesa cleft for yeah, me. I'll, I'll so one do, resident. Let me do some meditation real quick. One <laughs> resident is fighting back after a string of Ontario package thefts in her area. Uh, Lori Pringle, no relation to the Pringle fortune, mm. uh, a Hamilton resident told Nar City that she's had a number of packages stolen from her porch in the past three years. This year, Pringle decided to leave I her bet thieves. She tastes delicious. I s- <laughs> well. Sour, sour cream and onion. I bet she can we get that checked out. I bet she tastes like cheddar and sour cream. Jesus Christ! <laughs> so like famunda cheese, then is that yeah, what you're well, saying? It's delicious. Oh God! <laughs> this year, Pringle decided to leave her thieves a smelly surprise and packaged up poop into a delivery box before leaving it on her front porch. It Judas Priest, Barbara, it's poop again. <laughs> <laughs> poop again. <laughs> 
kick off the shit and pull out. <laughs> How do you have this ready? Oh, I had the, I had that story where I was like, oh, I'm, oh that's going to happen exactly. Of course you did. Yeah. Oh, I thought Beth was about to bring me a gift, but she didn't. She just put it under the tree and left. Um, I live on a very busy downtown street. Anyway, the package got stolen within 40 minutes. Uh, I live on a very busy downtown street. My front door pretty much opens out on the sidewalk. I've had a number of packages stolen in the three years yeah. I've lived there. As a result, I have a very clear label for all my Amazon packages indicating they should ring my video doorbell. A couple of the couriers from Amazon use <laughs> Amazon uses almost never read the label, so that results in my packages being stolen fairly yeah. often. Um, so anyway, yeah, she caught the theft on her video camera, um, but the guy just took, took home a big old box of shit. That's so great. So, yeah. I love it. It's one of those flaming bags again. <laughs> Noise. Poop again. <laughs> he called the shit poop. Got uh, he called the shit poop. Um, Brad, go ahead. I don't know what is wrong with this fucking website? Oh, I need to accept all the cookies. God, I fucking hate get this it shit. all for the cookies. The cookies. God. I did it all so I can read this goddamn story and shove it up here. <laughs> all right, Michael, go. I'll try to get this. All right. Later. God damn it. Um, that uh, one's kind of boring. Never mind. Uh, okay. A Greek, or- Greek Orthodox. Or- <laughs> hey. uh, the Orthodox Church. Yeah, I, uh, I drink <laughs> too much already. Too quick. Uh, the the Greek Orthodox Church rules. Their, the- their priest, priest uh, Willie. Orthodox. <laughs> uh, Michael Jackson singing on a uh, Yes, this is Father Willie, our... Uh- our Orthodox priest. <laughs> it's William now. I'm grown. <laughs> um, man, I need to rewatch Free Willy. That's what, that's what I need what? to do in my life. Free Willy. Isn't that what he's talking about? Orca? Free Willy? I don't know. What are you talking about, Brian? Yeah, Free Willy. Yeah. Orca. Orca the Orthodox Church. I've never yeah. seen Free Willy. You've never seen Free he's Willy? He's an orca, you dumbass. I know what he fucking <laughs> he's is. He's a whale. I've never seen it. You've never seen really? Free an Willy? orca's a whale? <laughs> Michael, what's your God damn it? What's the seal in that? Or he just sings about it. Is he? Is that where "Kiss from a Rose" is? No, I know Michael. <laughs> I know Michael Jackson no, has a song too. "Kiss from a Rose" was from fucking Batman. Okay, <laughs> Michael Jackson has a song in Kiss "Free Willy." "Kiss from a Rose" from "Free Willy." Do I? Do I? Why do I? I don't know. I do a "Free Willy" remake seal, where when it when Willy jumps thing. that fucking dam or whatever, he lands on the kid and kills him. <laughs> He doesn't quite what was make the it. song Michael like Jackson sang? A stiff breeze blows Willy. in from the ocean, and <laughs> he's he's jumping into the wind. It just doesn't make it. He just kind of flaps a couple times and then lands on him. I gotta <laughs> know what the song for Michael Jackson does on Free Willy. Will you be there? Is it? Yep. You got it already. Yep. Yep. There it is. Damn. That's from Free Willy. Apparently. Yeah, I need to watch that and then follow it up with Blackfish. Dude, Blackfish was fucking depressing. Part of the trilogy. Jesus. The quadrilogy. That was one depressing motherfucking movie, dude. Yeah. Oh, I remember this song. Don't let your kids around me. Jesus Juice. A pet monkey. Where's my bubbles? I touch him sometimes when the kids aren't around. Wow. All right. All right. Well, where's Macaulay Culkin? 
And George went. Why was he in that video? Come to Neverland. Yeah, why was Why was Norm in a Michael Jackson video? What the hell happened there? He was free willy. Yeah, I guess. Uh, anyway, so the Greek, Greek, Greek. Now we're the Greek Orthodox Church. Greek Orthodox. Or, <laughs> God damn it! Greek Orthodox. <laughs> Man, I love Greek food. It's my favorite. Uh, I'm gonna go Greek. Uh, Greek orchid. Why don't you go Greek? <laughs> he just did it again. Why don't you go do, you, do you like you- do you like Greek yogurt? <laughs> I I'm not what, a big yogurt. Once you go Greek, you don't go back. Greek yogurt is basically yeah. sour cream. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Greek Orthodox Church rules that yoga is incompatible with Christianity. No, yeah, let's so. fight the good fight there. What is it? 1990. Yep. Jesus. Downward dog sun salutations and all other yoga practices are absolutely incompatible with the Christian faith. So. I like a lot of stuff about Greek Orthodoxy, but then we went to a Greek Greek fest in Indy a few years ago as a family, and they had like this. We went in and looked at this just opulent sanctuary, which was, I mean, beyond gorgeous. Yeah. And they did like a Q&A with like one of the, I don't know if he was like a junior priest or whatever. I don't know, but somebody asked him like about uh, how they felt about gay marriage, complete and total totally dodged the question mm-hmm. i was like ah, all right well fuck this good for you <laughs> i'm done yeah. so. and scene. and scene and of me ever attending greek orthodox churches so um yeah so yeah whatever yoga don't do it no um, no do it because it's that's the it's dumbest literally fucking stretching thing. silently it's, it's stretching in meditation like how could that it's possibly fine. it's be completely wrong? fine jesus christ Okay, this is uh, kind of an interesting story. Fun so, fact, friend of the pod, uh, Lucas Allen, used to be way against yoga. Yeah, I remember. Back in the day, like I years remember. ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hi, Lucas. Hi, Lucas. <laughs> Thank you for not being a douche and actually changing your mind about shit. Yeah. <laughs> the... The office's Brian Baumgartner uh, makes $1 million dollars in 2020 from Cameo bookings. I mean, that's a full-time job. That's cameos, awesome. What is he Wait, like? who is it? Brian Baumgartner. He played Kevin from The Office. Oh, you can make the, the yeah. price whatever you want it to be. Right, but his can't, I mean, it can't be mega expensive or nobody would do it. Well, I mean. How much is Baumgartner? It doesn't say it on the article, so somebody Google that. Uh, I mean, cameo. I bet it's like. Cameo.com. It can't Brian be more than a couple hundred bucks. So um, one of the office stars is, is getting a big payday from the app. Um, he plays the chili-loving accountant, Kevin Malone, in the NBC sitcom The Office. Uh, he's going to make more than $1 million. That's insane. 48 years. Um, has yeah, the he most was the, revenue on the platform Yeah, so he was the top He was yep. the top cameo. Uh, uh, one ninety five. Yeah, so Jeez. I mean, let's parcel that out. Okay. I mean, that's a, that's a lot of fucking cameos, hey, man. Siri. What's one million divided by one ninety five? Five thousand one hundred twenty eight. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, and then parcel that out by three hundred sixty five days. Hey Siri, what's five thousand one hundred twenty eight divided by three sixty five? Fourteen. Yeah, that's fourteen a day, man. Like that's that's still not that. Bad. I mean, you're talking about what one minute things or whatever. Two you spend 15 minutes a day and you get a million bucks. Yeah, or you, I, guess I mean, that's true. But that's a lot. That's, that's still that's awesome. Crazy. That's impressive. It is impressive. So, I like. Yep. I like him. Yeah, I he's do too. so good. On the I've office. seen some other videos of him doing stuff. <laughs> you want me to? Jude. You want to ask her? Come here and ask her. Come here. Jude, Jude wants to ask uh, Siri something. Come here and ask her. Siri. Hey Siri. 
What is... <laughs> hey, Siri. Siri. Hey, Siri. What is zero divided by zero? Imagine that you have zero cookies. Wait. And you split them evenly among zero friends. <laughs> How many cookies does each person get? See? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Look at you. He's laughing so He's hard. He's so happy. <laughs> and your friends are sad because they don't exist. Oh, now. This escalated. <laughs> <laughs> That's so it. good. <laughs> Thanks, dude. That's so funny. That's, That's fantastic. Awesome. The, the look on his face. Oh, was so priceless. Priceless. I wish we were on camera. Priceless. Thanks, buddy. Oh. That kind of, that kind <laughs> yeah, of made my night. That's pretty, yeah, that's pretty that's great. great. Um, okay, what do we do? Let, so that's it. That's I've all got one. Oh, yeah. Brad I finally Brad, got it to work. Brad finally got it In up. science news, man arrested for murder after discarded napkin <laughs> matches <laughs> DNA. <laughs> Can I just not read the God? One fucking Motherfucker, thing. Motherfucker, this is every week for me. Man arrested for murder after discarded napkin matches DNA from 26-year-old crime scene. Whoa. Wow. What? 26 years after the death of Gene Ann Childs, Jerry Westrom went to a hockey game and ate a hot dog. After mopping his face with a napkin uh, and throwing it in the trash can, he secured his own arrest for murder. Child's Child's 35 was found dead in the shower of her South Minneapolis apartment, naked but for socks. The water was where was running, and there were multiple stab wounds in her body, some of which were inflicted after her death. Wow. Oh, evidence was scarce, but for a towel, a washcloth, and a blood stain on the sink, no other leads were found, and the case went cold. Twelve years later, in 2005, the case was reviewed by the Cold Case Task Force, the FBI, and Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension due to advances in DNA testing since her death. In 2018, samples from the crime scene were sent off to a private online genealogy company, <laughs> which is often used by members of the public to find lost relatives or find out more about their family history. Ancestry.com. So, or like 23, 23 yeah. or whatever. As luck would have it, either Westrom or one of his relatives had themselves submitted DNA to that company. Using evidence from the new DNA available, the FBI now had two suspects in what was a very cold case. Police followed Westrom, 52, to a hockey game in January 2019. This is obviously a little old. In an attempt to obtain a DNA sample from him without tipping him off. Whoa. Here, he idly wiped his mouth and then threw his napkin in the trash. Investigators collected it without him being any the wiser, and the DNA was a match. And he would have got gotten away with it if it, <laughs> it weren't for those meddling kids and that pesky hot dog. If it wasn't for those meddling hot dogs. Uh, he subsequently he was subsequently arrested and charged with murder last Monday. Since 1993, Westrom has had several convictions convictions for drunk driving, and has been on probation for soliciting a teenager for sex. Oh my god! So, so just a real upstanding guy. So this guy needs to be behind bars. Put him away forever, dude. So like, I know that's why. Like, it's so funny. Like a lot of people, we did 23 and Me, and we had people. Mandy and I did, and they're like, "You shouldn't give all your info to." I'm like. What I the fuck am I going to do? I'm not killing any anybody. Like, I haven't committed a crime. It's if anything, my DNA is there. So, says like, the person from their iPhone. Me. Like, who gives a shit? So, anyway. With Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, yeah. whatever other accounts they have. Yeah. So, uh defunct quibby if you've ever if you've ever murdered somebody maybe maybe refrain from sending your dna into yeah. 23 and me yeah i know right that's all i'll tell you what DNA. man we, so we are that's all the views dna of, that's views all of the dna the law said. enforcement community have been well established on this podcast but anybody that takes up cold cases like that dude that's some serious fucking work yeah, it is. yeah. and to have it pay off like that has got to be just fucking boner town for them man i mean like 
like the sense of satisfaction of solving something that t- took place almost three decades ago. That so I can't imagine what that would be like to like nail this guy for something he did. He thought he got away with yeah twenty six years ago. So the 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 one I the newsfeed I wasn't going to do because I thought it was boring. I, it relates to this one. Uh, the Zodiac Killer cipher. Was oh, I saw oh, solved I did by see this. Codebreakers after fifty one. I read years. this just last night. I'm trying to figure yeah. out his name still. Yep. So amateur. Yeah, there's like two more record. ciphers that they can't mm-hmm. figure out yet, and one of them is supposed to have his name mm-hmm. in it. It's insane. So yeah. All right. Well, I think that's that's it for that's all the it's all, all right. the lumber she sent. So, <laughs> um, let's go further up, further in. Further sort of. Do we need to pause or anything? I don't know. Like we probably should. Yeah, no, I mean like, like the, uh, we can pause. Yeah. All right, we'll be right back. All right, babe. And we're back. So this is our episode where we do the top tens yeah. of the year. Our year in review episode. The much uh the much maligned white guys talking about white guy things. As, as like. of seven AM this morning I had five things and three of them were songs. Yeah. <laughs> I, Matt, I, I now have I ten things. I can't, but I can't think of more than two things. <laughs> I, I I really had to think, and I was like, okay, these things are. I'm actually happy with what I have now. So okay. yeah. Anyway, minimal effort finally got you through. Finally, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Usually, right. usually we knew it happened. Usually does. <laughs> so do we want to go uh, round robin? What, yeah, what let's go round to? robin and do one or two a piece. That's what we usually. I, do. I only do one. I'll, let's just do one at a time. That's what we usually do. Oh, we do one at a time. Yeah. All right. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Uh, so my first one is an album by, uh, a band called the chats. Yeah. From Australia. It's punk. You only listen to them on AOL. 14. (laughs) It's very good. That's another good one. Uh, 14, 14 songs, 28 (laughs) minutes album or MSN. Uh, this one, this one's called stinker. The album is called high risk behavior. Good album. It is great. This is great. A lot of the new, a lot of punk coming out now is very old yes. school. I love it. It's my favorite. I need to. Thematically, it's yeah. like, yeah. We it's very remote. It's, yeah, it's, um, it is. So, so like, a lot of the punk too. right now coming out is very, like, late 70s, yeah. early 80s it's style. Almost, it feels like they need to separate the genres of, like, pop punk and, I, and punk. This is my totally style of punk. Yeah. Like, my I, style is definitely the more I pop fucking punk. love, like, two of my all-time favorite like that, albums though. are uh, Nevermind the Bollocks, Here Come the Sex Pistols, and then the original Clash album, the first Clash album. Like, those yeah. are two of my all-time favorites. And even, like, Richard Hell and the Voidoids, like... It's like that style. It's yeah. Stiff little fingers. Like it's uh, I love the it's stiff little it's fingers. that uh, like sort of late British punk, like early British punk, I should say, like late seventies, 
it, that's what's coming out oh, right now. Five copies fucking, of the beta band. Five I EPs, fucking three EPs by the beta band. So yeah, that was one of my favorite albums. I I put this on, like, I've I've listened to this album probably thirty times this year, like yeah. just off and on, like in different spots. It's like twenty eight minutes long. Yeah, so. right. <laughs> if you need like a good pick me up or you're pissed about something or whatever, fantastic. Nice. So there's a movement right now. I'm gonna do a song too. So there's a movement right now with um, point of point of grace. <laughs> Keep the candle burning, yes, Redux. It's point of grace, Michael. <laughs> um, there's a movement right now where there's a lot of hip hop artists and producers doing uh, incorporating jazz into their stuff. Mm-hmm. Nice. So this album is um, so the the producer and the multi instrumentalist. His name is he goes by Damu the Fudge Monk. Nice. Which is just that's just a fucking great name. His real name is Earl Davis. <laughs> Should be Daymu the Equip Monk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the uh, so he he's a multi instrumentalist producer. Um, the rapper on this album is is raw poetic, and then there's a saxophonist. His name is Archie Shep. He played with Coltrane. Oh wow! On he played in the the Love Supreme session. Not exactly a lightweight. He, wait, wait, so he, what's his name again? Archie Shep. Oh, is so, he is he friends with Mo and yeah, Curly? I knew it, yeah. I knew it was coming. I knew it. And Archie Bunker. I knew what was coming. It's a love child of Archie Bunker and Shep. <laughs> Um, so he is one of the, one of the originators, one of the original, I'm just going to ignore him. One of the originators of avant-garde jazz, like him and Coltrane. What'd you say? Don't worry about it. Okay. He's related to Detlef. Shep. Not shrimp. I know, but that's so good. No, it's not. It doesn't even make sense. It's kind of funny. No, it's not. It is really funny. Anyway, this album is, I listened to this album on repeat, man, when I was reading and stuff. It's just, it's fantastic. Um, the album is Ocean Bridges. So this song is uh, Learning to Breathe. I met Detlef Shrimp once. Harry Potter to music. Is it Harry Potter to music? Man, I do like that jazz. Luke Stewart's the bassist. Yeah, that's killer. Is wrong, like I said, I got so much in my head. Rap on the mic made a lead. No drugs are dead in my head. Bustin' I freed all the kids. Auction, I'm placing my bed. Black hole, the world got to dig. Welcome decide how we live. Black power place all my legs. While out the kids, fuck the crib. Learn how to breathe on my own. Your mind that get me stoned. I rap and sing me your poem. Put legacy in my tone. Plug in the banjo, my bones. My voice, the new saxophone. This Philly shit can't be home. Now watch the past take the form. Frank DC love is the norm. And North VA world is bomb. Fuck y'all, shout out to my mom. Nice. I'm telling you, yeah, I like it's a that. smooth fucking album, it is. man. I, nice. I dig this. And they have like different, uh, there's different things on here. What's that guy's name? Super Chunk? No, Damu the Fudge Monk. Oh, Damu the Equip Monk. No. Wait, how do you spell Damu? D-A-M-U. D-A-M-U? Yeah, it's either Damu or Damu. I don't I don't know. Anyway, um, they have different I'm not getting anything under Equip Monk. <sighs> Just look up Ocean Bridges. God damn it. Phoebe's brother? See, this is why I didn't bring this earlier in the year. I've had this album for... Phoebe's brother. God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, 
So there's rap, there's spoken word, there's different, uh, they have different things on her called Professor Shep's agenda, where it's like hit the Archie Shep talking over just jazz riffs and stuff. I mean, it's it's just a fun fucking album, man. I really dig it. So, Michael. Okay. Um, this will be a quick one because I have much longer ones later on. Um, so, uh, Goodreads. So, I have read more in this year than I have mm-hmm. my entire life combined. Um, so, I have read 271 books Good this year. God. So, that is including... Christ, uh, dude. Yeah, I've read a, a fuck ton. So, fiction, nonfiction, like one science and a fiction. One a day, maybe? Science fiction, hardback, paperback, audiobooks, children's books. Oh, so kinda, you do audiobooks, too, yeah, yeah. though. Uh, okay. Audio... Uh, autobiographies, I, mean, I guess that counts. spiritual books, yeah. religious texts, graphic novels, yeah. and manga as well. So, um, so I'm the, wait. Is that like tentacle porn? No, yeah, oh, okay. kind of. Wait, I mean that's no, in, that's yeah, hentai. It's hentai or whatever. Hentai, okay. hentai, yeah, um, yeah. So I've just read a shit ton. Uh, I started out nice. um, early this year just reading a bunch. It's funny because I've got something similar to that. Yeah. So, um, and I track it all on Goodreads, which has been helpful for me just to keep in mind where I'm at. I I read a bunch of like comics. Mm-hmm. So I'm not counting individual comics. I'm count, count like the collections is what I oh, sure. counting. No, no singles there, but uh, yeah, I, it's just been, it's been really cool and uh, really transformative. And you're going to see on my list. I've got several books mentioned as well. So good. Yep. Good reads. Brad. Um, I'll do another album. Uh, Fontaine's DC is the band. Yeah, this is good. I don't. This didn't make it on my list. And I don't know why. Um, the album is called A Hero's Death. So they put an album out last year, the year before, mm-hmm. called Doggirl. That was good, but it was like different. It was like more um, punk-ish, like mm-hmm. like loud as fuck. This one is a little more tame. This was uh, more parquet courts-ish. Yes, it was very much so. Uh, this song is called Televised Mind. Maybe. Yeah, uh, Fontaine's DC. Do you yeah. listen to Proto Martyr? Uh, I don't. You, you, if you like that, you'd like them. Okay. So you want to try them out? They All put right. an album this year too. Okay. All right. Is it on your list? Almost. It, it was like it, if I had a top really twelve worth, or eleven, it's not really li- worth listening to. Dude, I had. I had so many things this morning. He only had seven, <laughs> five. He had. Two, I didn't want to put ten songs. songs. I didn't want it to just be ten songs. <laughs> Why? God, you have a bright side every week. What? You have a bright side every week. How? Just get your top ten from there. I don't, Michael. I don't remember yesterday, much less what I did two <laughs> weeks ago. All right, what do you got? Um, number your second entry. I'm not gonna really number two, but I yeah, mine aren't really in order for the most yeah, part. I mean, mine just, aren't either. Yeah. Um, 
I'll just do I'll do another album too since since Brad did one. I feel like I should. Um, so anytime Sufjan puts out an album, it's kind of an event. Yeah. <laughs> At least in my mind. Um, it'd been a while since you put out what, um, Carrie and Lowell, what, three years or something mm-hmm. like that. Finally put out Missouri. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, he put out an album called The Ascension. First of all, the album artwork is fantastic. I love the album artwork. Um, I listen. We listened to this last night on the way up to, uh, uh, on the way up to the lights, because um, I need something somewhat tame for my car. Uh, anyway, I'm just going to play the song "Video Game." I, I, it's hard to pick out a song I really like the most, but man, this one is really catchy, and um, I don't know. I just like it. So here's "Video Game" from the Ascension. <laughs> Slight uh, audio tune on this vocal yes. that sounds really good. Yeah, yeah he. Yeah. Uh, there's there are very few artists as creative as him and are as willing to change what they do from album to album. Yeah, as what he does. He went from Age of Odds to Carrie and Lowell. Really fucking good kid, Carrie and Lowell. Yeah, fucking hell, that I don't, album. It's just incredible. It is. It's just, it's a devastating it album. Is. And then to this, which is like it's heavy, but it has a playfulness to it as well. I just I don't know, man. He. He's he's always at the top of my list no matter what he does. So, all right. So, um, my next one is Attack on Titan. Uh, it is uh, my first anime I've ever seen and the first manga I've ever read. Um, it is um, it's a manga series created by a Japanese illustrator, uh, Hajime uh, Hasiyama <laughs> or or Isiyama. Uh, anyway, sure. yeah. Uh, it's set in a world where humanity. Oh, Jimmy. 
it's set in a world where humanity lives inside cities surrounded by enormous walls that protect them from gigantic man-eating humanoids referred to <laughs> as titans. Uh, the story follows Aaron Yeager, who vows to exterminate Chuck's the titans. Son. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Uh, he, Didn't he, he just die? Yeah, he did. Yeah. He vows to exterminate uh, Titans uh, after a Titan brings about the destruction of his hometown and the death of his mother. Um, so it's it's really it's a world building thing. It's it's huge. Um, there's like forty volumes of it. I think one hundred and thirty five comics of it. Um, wow. And, and not just little comics. Like I think forty page. Yeah. Or forty pages on the com- on the single issues. Um, but I I got into it and uh, just. I mean, read through that shit. I'm uh, going through it with Dan and, and Billy as well. And the fourth season just aired, started last week. Um, and then the, uh, the, the actual manga itself uh, is, is wrapping up pretty soon. So nice. it's, yeah. So I want to play a little bit of the theme song because why not? Well, I Is Dragon Force? Or Inve Monstein? It's like the Japanese version of Trans Siberian Orchestra. Yeah. Yeah, it's so weird. It, so that, that feels like. It's so weird. So they, Japanese Malmsteen is what it yes. is. So they've got they've got like four or five different theme songs. It changes within that, that seasons. Feels like a, it feels like a throwback to like the early days of TV when like the theme song was like three minutes long yep. and explain the entire show. Yep. And man, but with Aiden Vang Malmsteen. No, yeah, and there's, there's some English ones Hiroki as well. Malmsteen. It's pretty, it's pretty funny. It's his cousin. So in, in the the um, I'm gonna let you have that because that's that's better than the Japanese. Mom the too. anime like the I, so I do sub and dub so sub subtitles or uh, dub English dub the English dub is hilarious. Just <laughs> I'm the, sure it it's, is. What are you doing? Oh my gosh! It's just really overacted and yeah. just it's it's such um not anything I've ever experienced in terms of like content so it's it's pretty great (laughs) (laughs) he's swedish he's japanese swedish it's it's a weird fucking combo tojo satriani (laughs) uh (laughs) all right brad what you got uh this is gonna be a weird one but uh i mean it's not weird it's my own top 10 so who gives a shit um so uh mandy and i it was one of the. This was a fucking weird year. Like everybody, it's yeah, just yeah. undoubtedly yeah, yeah, yeah. a weird year. And what? Let's use the word unprecedented. This is it. Yeah, that's like, not. I'm so tired that of hearing that word. Uh, this um, uh, it, it, this is something that where like something really great came out of like a not great situation. So yeah. Mandy and I were supposed to go to New Orleans, uh, for like a. We just needed to get the fuck away from our children yeah, for a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Love our kids. Just had got to fucking get away. Yep. This was in... Uh, when was this? Uh, uh, September? October? It was pretty recent. October. Like September. Yesterday. Maybe September. August. I don't know. Any, sometime October. in the fall. Maybe October. Maybe October. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, we were supposed to go... We had booked our flight to uh, New Orleans. We had never been before. Ch- flights were mega cheap at the time. 
And so it was like, well, let's let's go down there, and um, this is a good time to explore it. So uh, two days, like we we're like the two days before the weekend we were supposed to fly out. Uh, there was a fucking hurricane that was supposed to hit like two yeah. days before we flew out. Like, well, that's not going to work. So we uh, diverted our flight plans. Basically, like got a voucher <clears throat> so that we have to we have to use sometime in the next like year. Anyway, so it was like, okay, well, what are we going to do? Uh, let's we, let's go somewhere we can somewhere we can like drive. Let's go to a, a city where we can drive, a city we've never been to, whatever. So it's like, how about uh, Pittsburgh? Sorry. Let's go to Pittsburgh. Yeah. I, I like Rust Belt towns. Like it's, I'm kind of drawn to them for some reason. Like I don't know why, but I, I, there's, I think one of it is like a lack of pretension. But, um, it, so it was like, hey, we've got, we've got some turds, some supporters that live there. And I love that's what we just that's what we decided on well, like, like four and a half years ago. Yeah, I mean it's like we've <laughs> got some that live it there. It's like boat. maybe we can maybe we can hook up with them over there and we can have you know, we can just let's just go have a good we went for like four days or something. So uh we went to Pittsburgh and absolutely fell in love with the city. Yeah. Like honest to God, Mandy and I both said like if I had if I had a job prospect there, I would move tomorrow. Um not that I don't love you guys and all that, yeah, but whatever. I would be fucking yeah. gone because I just, you just want to be closer to big Ben. I get it. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Ben rapeless burger. <laughs> yeah. Let's not. Uh, anyway, Sackish. so we got to, we had a wonderful fucking time. Like we walked a ton. We went to the Andy Warhol museum, which was fucking awesome. We met up with, uh, some of our supporters that were just that are, here's what's crazy about it. So we went to, Two of them, the the Knowles, Lynn and Tio. Hi, I don't care if you want your name. Oh, we're say saying their name this I time. Don't care. Who cares? Tofu, Tofu Knowles, Tofu and Lynn. The uh, they live like they live like forty five minutes from the city. So like on the way into town, we went to their house and we had lunch and we hung out and we talked. And then a couple nights later, we went to or maybe the next night, uh, met Meg Naughton, another another supporter, and her husband Tom and. Then uh, Tofu and Lynn came down, and we all had dinner together. And Mandy and I were talking like later. And what was so weird about it is like it wasn't weird. No, yeah, people like never really met. We had never actually met in person, but it literally, it literally, yeah, that's true. Well, sort of. Sort of. He doesn't (laughs) remember. Doesn't remember it. Um, but old drunk Tofu. We like it was (laughs) so it was so crazy. It literally didn't. I'm I'm not a small talk guy, like, yeah. and so I was a little bit. I wasn't nervous about meeting them, everybody, but like, I was like, oh, th- is this going to be like one of those awkward dinners? It wasn't. It literally felt like friends that had known each other for years getting together, and it was like, which it you was, sort of do, but not face yeah. to face. It was it was yeah. fantastic. We had a dinner where I think between the between the three couples, I think we spent about four hundred dollars. So it was drinks and food, yeah. and like mm-hmm. it was just it was freaking fantastic. Just, it, it, but beyond just that, like the city, we loved the city. There is something to me. I think what I made and I were talking, we were there. I was like, I don't know why I love this city. And then it clicked with me. It's like, oh, because uh, Pittsburgh like has an identity. Yeah. They're like, this is who we are. And if yeah. you don't like this, you can just go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like, th- I love that. Like, I, I just, I don't know if there was something about that city that we both just fell completely in love with the city. Um, once again, like I said, if, if anybody has any job prospects, in Pittsburgh. <laughs> um, so, 
uh, but yeah, it was great. It was just one of the highlights of my year in a, in a weird year. And it was something where like we were excited about our trip to New Orleans and it got shit canned. It was like, fuck. Something great also came out cool of it. Also a cool city. Nice. We have a something great mm-hmm. came out of it. Yeah. Like you don't. But here's the thing: people think of New Orleans as like a tourist city. Nobody thinks of Pittsburgh as no. that. No. And so we went, and we but there's a lot of shit there. It's just fantastic. We yeah. we saw. I mean, we didn't even scratch the surface of everything there, and we still had just a wonderful time. So, anyway, uh, Pittsburgh Pittsburgh vacation was was one of my top ten. Noise, Matt. Uh, I'll do one. I thought about this today. So. Um, it's pretty astounding to me that we're in our fifth year of doing this podcast. Good God. I mean, are we actually five years in? We're in our fifth year. Like so our, March will be our sixth. fifth. March will be our fifth March anniversary. Will be our fifth anniversary. And Jesus. it's still fun. Yeah. Sometimes. I mean, I mean, I'm just kidding. Are, I'm just kidding. No, no, I mean, that's it's, it's most, more, most it's weeks. actually more fun than it was. There's a time it where it wasn't super fun. Yes. Um, but I feel like we we pulled out. There of that. are there are days where I think I know all three of us are like man I just I don't, well I think I'm it's not I think it's it. more fun because none of us give a shit anymore. Yeah, like, I think when we did when there are different times where each of us gave a little bit more shit than what we should have, um, and that made it not as fun. Yeah, but now we don't really care. I no, mean, yeah. if people stop listening, it's fine. Uh, yeah, like don't care. Uh, we yeah. started this doing it for us. We're kind of still doing it for us. I yeah. mean, um, I don't know. To me, that's if you stop listening. I don't listen to your podcast either, so it's fine. That's right. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I thought about that today is, I mean, th- that's kind of a highlight for me because, I mean, this has been five years of just us drinking and blowing shit at each other. Yeah. And, and honestly growing. I mean, we're, oh, yeah. you go back yeah. five years ago to our pilot Jesus. episode. I'm not sure I'm the same now that I was at the beginning of this year. No, yeah. I, I mean, that's probably true. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> but, but the, the, the drastic change from our first episode to, to our 237th i think we're on i mean that first of all that's an insane number of episodes yeah I what mean, is what's the average podcast last like nine episodes or something like that yeah. i mean <laughs> it's probably higher now at this point but, but we're we're 237 episodes into this yeah, no. i mean let's like rob bell says like so this is like a thing yeah like yeah. this is a thing that happens like every week and it really is i mean yeah. we rarely miss a week um occasionally we what's do, crazy is we rarely miss a week and when we do it's just like all right yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it used sucks. to it used to be like ah oh, we can't do it it's the yeah. end of the world we got to make this happen yeah. and then and and we we did it recently where we just wanted it to work um and i think you couldn't make it so michael filled in um and it was it was great yeah yeah it was fine yeah so and, and it's just there are weeks where like if two two if two or more uh one <laughs> we're out, two or more are not here yeah. we're not doing we're this like yeah it, we're not we're, we're yeah. just not yeah i mean i know we talk it. about it being you know it's just doing this bullshit every week but i mean we i really do enjoy it's it it's a good I, cadence it is a good cadence it's i mean i i, <laughs> I had a, a wide range of emotions today before you showed up, Michael, you didn't know this. Before you showed up, I got a text from one of my coworkers. He's like, "Oh, by the way, heads up, you might be hearing about this tomorrow, but two of the bolts fell out on the jaw that you were working on today." So, cool. Yeah. So I'll probably hear about that from my bullshit supervisor who can go fuck himself with a goddamn. Thank God he's jaw. not listening. He's not. But uh, you know, I and and that really like I was in a pretty that big sucks. Z- Anytime you you know you fucked up or even or, even if you didn't fuck up right, and something it happened after you leave. Exactly. It sucks. And it was only down like like less than 5 minutes. It was like yeah. two bolts that didn't weren't tight or something. I thought I tightened them, maybe I didn't. Who I don't cares? fucking know. Yeah. yeah. 
And that's why it's not <laughs> fucking. Nobody died. It's not fucking brain surgery. I'll probably hear about tomorrow. It'll piss me off for about ten minutes, and I'll go. I'll whatever. I don't give a shit yeah. at this point. They're getting bare minimum for me at this point. So, um, <laughs> so, but anyway, like there are days where it, I, I know that each one of the three of us goes through the, and you can probably tell if you listen to back recordings <laughs> whose week it was where you're not feeling it. Yeah, yet. I wasn't feeling it tonight. Right now, I'm I'm feeling fine. Like I we laughed enough. Once we hit record, you usually you usually get right on board. And- yeah, it usually takes me ten or fifteen minutes. <laughs> we get around to it. Anyway, I don't know, man. That's just I think I don't know if any of us anticipated it going this long and being this fun still. Yeah, um, but it is, and, and and as always, we appreciate our supporters. Yeah, yes, patreon.com slash passwords podcast. The, yeah. the pub is. I've got something for the pub later. The pub is just phenomenal. It's a church, man. It's I weird. mean, it's a fucking church. In the best, yeah, but like in the best possible sense, <laughs> yeah, but not in, in, shitty. No, yeah. no, I'm saying in the in the most true sense of what we thought that word could mean. That's what this. And it is. just turns out if you take God out of it, it's easier for it to be a fucking. Church. It kind yeah. of is, yeah. <laughs> so there you go, church planners. Anyway, it's just yeah. <laughs> take God out of your church. Talk more about like Buddhism and shit. Yeah. you'll have way anyway, more people. So a, a big thank you to our supporters and a big thank you to you guys for still doing this shit. Yeah, and yeah. it's fun, man. I I like getting. You're my two best friends. I like getting together with you most days. Uh-huh. And, um, <laughs> most days. Yeah. <laughs> that goes for both of you, really. Yeah. It's not just one or the yeah. other. It's really both. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, five years of podcasting at most. So, all right. Um, next one, theme song time. Let's see if you know what what theme song this is. Hold on. Uh, I think it's unmuted. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. You guys know the theme song to this? Sounds like something out of The Lion King or something. No. It's Survivor. <laughs> um, so why would I know that? Why the hell would I know that? I don't know. It's been around for 20 years. I've, I've never once watched one, one episode. episode. <laughs> That's crazy. All right, so... No, um, it's not... F- well, it's been around for twenty. I know years. it has. There's, which that's crazy. There's forty seasons of Survivor. Forty seasons. Forty seasons. And Michael oh, has them all on DVD. Crazy. No, I don't have them on DVD. Forty. Um, but so so yeah. So my got to give it to him for my next one is Survivor. <laughs> Wait, got to give it to him for survivability. Yes, no, yeah. There you go. So it, it's a different show than <laughs> than twenty years ago. So so they've been doing it for for twenty years, forty seasons. So my. I'm not going to give away any spoilers. No spoilers. But uh, Survivor Winners at War is the 40th season of the the reality television show. Um, And what's cool about this 40th season is that they brought back 20 winners from previous seasons. So it's all people who have won the game before. Rupert there? Rupert has not won the game. Spo- oh, sorry, spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Rupert, not a winner. Um, <laughs> yeah, especially in the governor race yes. in Indiana. <laughs> yeah, he's Honestly, close. Losing I him probably would be better than what we've got now. Sorry. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, it's it's some of the best gameplay. It's a different season than it was on uh, – a different show than it was one season one, season two, season three. Yeah. It's been an evolution of strategy. Um, th- so they brought back – 40 winners for $2 million. Um, it's the best of the best. It, there's no way they're going to be able to top it again. If, if they ever able to do it post 
coronavirus. But you almost wonder what the end, like what the end looks like for the show. I, mean, I don't think I don't think there is an end because even like I mean, can you not even, run out of fucking places to survive. No, without, they're on the same island now. But they they do like uh, seven or eight seasons on the same island. Just they change the the strategy of the game okay, or the theme yeah, of the game. I am so so they so far do, out of it. Like um, yeah. they'll do like second chances, bring back players. They'll do. Um, uh, blood versus water where they bring back basically partners um, that are related and they and slit one of them slits the other ones through it yes that, I mean in a, not, not like actually slitting their throat but there is a person who voted <laughs> out her mom if they did. a person who voted out her mom so um, it's huh. it's it's super intense and it's gotten progressively better and better and even like now we're talking about 40 years in um, Netflix just put two seasons, two random seasons on Netflix, and there's been a huge resurgence of people getting into it. Huh. Um, you can go back and watch even more seasons on Hulu. There's even more, but just the power of Netflix for two seasons and people are like, it's reinvigorated the fan base. Wow. Um, and then they're all available on CBS All Access. But all right. yeah, I love it. I also listen to Rob has a podcast, which is a podcast about um, Survivor and Big Brother. So. And I've, li- I've listened to it longer than any other podcast. <laughs> right? Rob, yeah, yeah, you have. Yeah, I know. I've listened to it forever, and yeah. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy the strategy and enjoy the gameplay. And, and honestly, it's going to pain me to say this, but Survivor is a better game than Big Brother. So just I, I'm going to say this. This is one of the things I admire about you. You don't do anything fucking halfway, man. No. When you dive into something, you fucking go whole hog, man. Yep. I mean, it is... It's it's fucking impressive. Yeah. I I could give a shit about any of those things. Yeah, but it is your your knowledge of Survivor, of Big Brother, of yeah. fucking Star Wars, of yeah. It, it's it's you're like fucking Rain Man. Like yeah. it's pop I, I know a lot of <laughs> shit about stupid stuff. Um, but but I enjoy it. And that's yeah. the thing. Like, yeah, you do. It, yeah, it, it, it find what you enjoy and, yes. and fucking go Agreed. for it. If it's football, and then start a podcast where your two friends can shit yeah. on you for it. That's yeah. yeah. fine. No, I'm not <laughs> shit. No, that's fine. I, I mean, we I, don't, have. I, don't, I don't care if you don't like Survivor. We I mean, have, it's, it's, we it's, have, it's, but it's like I don't. I, yeah, whatever. we it's, live in a world it's where admirable. my self esteem isn't dependent on yes. what others think of me. I, and that's what like love what you love. I think one thing this year that I've really like because of like. How shitty of a year this has been between dude, just fucking Trump's bullshit man. between yeah coronavirus like it's just like dude whatever gets you through yeah yeah like if that's Survivor if it's like whatever fucking music if you want to listen to some weird ass like yeah I don't know Bulgarian yeah, I dance saw, music uh, or something who gives a shit if that's what you like Latin, like Bulgarian whatever I mean who cares yeah I, I saw I mean I saw a tweet today that and I've seen it a couple times I think. You know, somebody said that, you know, everybody's in like a literal state of exhaustion. Yeah. Yeah. So don't do the thing. I, don't go after it, girl. Take a fucking nap. You don't have to be there. You don't like. Yeah. I mean, I said something to Mandy just the other day. We were talking about like, because she's, I mean, with the e-learning thing and the kids being oh. home all the fucking time. And it's like, I, I deal with, I don't, I only deal with it like one day a week yeah. because I'm yeah. off on Wednesdays, but I'm working every other day. So she bears the brunt of it. Yep. And I told her, I was like, she's like, I just feel like a terrible mom. Sometimes. I was like, Ma, I said, Mandy, You're like doing everything you can. I said, here's I the mean, thing. Understand this right now. What this year is about is fucking survival. Yeah. yeah. I have no idea how single parents do it. No, I have no idea. No. Like I how. said, are the kids alive? Then you're a good parent. Like at this point, yeah. like. The, it, it, we are all in survival mode. Yeah, absolutely. I, if you've gained weight, which I have this year, who fucking cares? Like, yeah. if you fine, like it, we are in survival mode. We're in the middle of a fucking pandemic. And so it's like if whatever you need for yep. any, any fucking like gleam of happiness. Yep. 
for whatever it is. 10 seconds, 15 seconds, whatever it is, do it. Yep. So, all right. All right, uh, Brad, what do you got? Uh, new Another album, uh, Fiona Apple. Uh, oh, this is all mine, too. Dude, the album Fetch the Bolt Cutters. Uh, I haven't even listened to it. Oh, have you not? No. God Dude. damn. It I is, didn't even know she came out with an album. I mean... It was it, in March or April? Yeah, and it was like... I think Pitchfork gave it a 10 out of 10, 10 which 10 they 10. never, yeah. ever I think do. it's been like a decade since they did that. Um, So, the album's called Fetch the Bolt Cutters. This album is fucking relentless. Yeah. It's her It's her style where it's very... The, the lyrics are quick, yeah. witty, like... And it's all about like taking back your power as a woman mm-hmm. it's essentially nice. what this album is about um women have just been killing it yes, and, and this was year. this was one of my top 10 so yeah. i didn't quite make the list but women in music god killing damn. It. women They're everywhere like, i have a, an individual woman later coming on but yeah. like uh, it, it's like Lizzo, Taylor Swift, yep. Beyonce. Yeah. Uh, like they're they're all just just they're all out of fucks and they're, they I, are. I agree. It. Like I I think I said it a few Grace weeks Petrie. ago on the podcast. I was like this year seems like the year that women were just like we're fucking done. Yeah. Fucking done. Yeah. Thank God too. Yeah. And I'm I'm here for it. So AOC for president. Whenever that happens. Yep. Whenever she's old enough, I'm, I'm Let's all. Let's do in. it. Yep. yep. I'm here for. I'll it. be I'll be canvassing, which is really uncomfortable for me. I'll be yeah. making phone calls. Let's make it happen. Yep. Uh, anyway, fetch the bolt cutters. This album is called. Uh, this song is called Heavy Balloon. Led Zeppelin. Yeah, <laughs> gotcha. that's right. <laughs> People like us, we play. This was my album of the year too. Like, there's no way this is. When it came out, I was like, "There's no way anything great." This. Like us, we play with a heavy balloon. We keep it up to keep the devil at bay, but it always falls way too soon. It's really good. Like this album is like really primal. Yeah, like it is. Sounds. That's a beat. great. That's a great word. Yeah. Keep it up to keep the devil at bay, but it always falls way too soon. I spread it like strawberries. Oh yeah, this song. Is- I climb like peas and beans. I've been sucking it in so long that I'm busting at the seams. I spread like strawberries. I climb like peas and beans. I've been sucking it in so long that I'm busting at the seams. Yeah, in the middle man. of the days, like she is fierce on this album. Yes. God, just fierce. So yeah. I love it, love it, love it, love yep. it. Fetch the Bolt Cutters by Fiona Apple. It's not my album of the year, but it is really damn close. It was mine. Yeah. I just, I couldn't so. not. It just, it was too good. Yep. And every list I've seen, it's in the top three. Oh, absolutely. It has yeah. to be. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah. Uh, shit, what do I want to do next? Yeah, I got to listen to that one. <laughs> <laughs> Highly recommend. Um. Okay, so to anybody that doesn't live here, this isn't going to make any sense. And to anybody that's not a fan, it's not going to make any sense. But fucking IU football. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good one. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I have no idea how fucking so awful they've been for my entire if you, everybody life. Everybody knows who Alabama, like the University of Alabama, how good they are. Yeah. How good they are over the last two decades or three decades. That's how bad IU has been. Like, they have been fucking... Just awful. Yeah. Beyond Historically awful. awful. I think they are literally the losingest program in college football history. One, wow. It has to be. At the, no, yeah. I think they are. They like, might be. Yeah. I mean, since since Bill Mallory was fired in, what, 93 or 94? We haven't won a bowl game since, like, 93, 93. or something. Yeah. We've yeah. been in 
three since then, yeah. I think. Um, and so they hired this guy named Tom Allen. He was uh, was it the DC? He was the defensive coordinator yeah, under, under Kevin Wilson. Kevin Wilson he was a sack Ohio of State, shit. Right? Is yeah. He yeah. Is he still there? I don't. Know. I don't know. Anyway. They hired him. Everybody was like, man, maybe they should have searched for somebody. They hired the perfect guy yep. for this job. So their motto this year was Leo, love each other. A fucking football team. It's not full just of, this year. It's been it's like been, yeah, but, it's, yeah, but it's, it's, yeah. yeah. What are they, 7-1? and one? Yeah. With a chance to go 8-1 and one on Friday. Well, it's no, canceled. they got canceled. Again? Yeah. Yep. Shit. So they have a chance to. They would have been 11-1. and one if, or yes. yes, in a real year. They have a chance. So they beat. Three ranked teams this year? Yeah. Yep. Penn State, Michigan, Michigan Almost State, Ohio State, and Wisconsin all in one fucking year. Almost took Ohio State to the wire. We're about two plays away from beating them probably at Ohio State. And yep. they, I mean, they've run through the big, literally run through the Big Ten. That never happens. Never. They usually win their four games, no. their four shit games, and then maybe squeeze out one yeah. garbage win against Purdue. I mean, or, they've been a, they've been a laughing stock, and I used to go to games every year, like in high school and stuff. It was, like it was fun, and yeah. yeah, my God, they were just so bad. Yeah, and it's not just their record and the fact they're really good, but like the coach is they like care a le- about each other. He's a legitimately good person. He's a Christian. He's kind of fundy, but whatever. Like, like it, they love playing for him. Yes, like yeah, they, they do absolutely, and he sees. It's obvious that he sees the players as not just like players, but as like people. Yes. Yep. And yeah. I think they sense that. Mm-hmm. Like he understands that his role is not just X's and O's and like yeah. calling plays and shit. It's turning it's boys into like, men. It's literally yeah. like teaching these kids mm-hmm. how to become men. Yeah. And yep. it is. Yeah, it's great. If you watch the, if you find the post game of the Wisconsin game up there where yeah. they beat them sixteen to, what was it? I mean, they beat them by six yeah, points. Anyway, know, whatever it was. Anyway. He's trying to do a post game interview, yeah. and all the players are running by, interrupting, saying, "You got to play for this guy. We love you, coach." Like yeah. just like half tackling him out of the interview. Like that's just that just goes like that is gonna. He's setting up this program for yep. long term success. Give him the key to the fucking city. Pay give him, him, pay him, give him a fair way. I think they did last year. I okay. think they they gave him because he went. They went to a bowl game last year. They need to pay him. more. We're about two plays away from winning that fucking game against Tennessee yeah. in the Gator Bowl. They have a chance to go to one of the New Year's Six Bowls this year. Yep. If the C- they're ranked seventh in the country. That's awesome. IU has never been ranked higher than maybe 21 or 22 ever. And then that and not, lasted and one not, week. And not consistently. Yeah. They have been in the top 12 almost all year long. To, to be an IU fan, IU football fan is a long-suffering yeah. thing, and you always feel like you're on the cusp of something, but they finally broke through. And for, for us, like that is it's huge. It's huge. Because yep. we, gr- I grew up in Bloomington. I grew up. I've lived near Bloomington or it's in almost Bloomington. Almost been as difficult as being an IU basketball fan. I, Thir- Thirty years. I mean, I've <laughs> joked. I've joked on Facebook that I use a football school. Yeah. Like, it's becoming yeah, more of a basketball f- program's a fucking joke. It's, yeah. they will never be good again. It's not Hot great. Take. No. <laughs> they did get a transfer today, though. By Who the cares? way, yeah. Anyway, but I, it's it's exciting to see the future. They have a coach that people want to play for. That's going to help recruiting. Yep. To, to people that don't live anywhere near Bloomington that didn't grow up in the IU milieu. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> like, it, it's like the, you don't the understand, Cubs, but, but they don't have a history of winning. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's just – anyway, it's just been it's, yeah. it's just been one of those weird bright spots that nobody – that we didn't see yeah. coming. And you kept you, – for us as IU fans, you kept waiting for the shoe to drop. 
Oh, well, they'll drop back down to earth. They kept fucking winning. Yep. They just kept beating teams. And so it's just been it's been a fun year to watch a team that's been historically bad really find their footing and become something better. So All right. Uh, next one I've got is, uh, and I apologize in advance. It is going to be a long one. Um, so, uh, devs, the television show devs, Don't know what that uh, is. it's on Hulu. Man, I need to it's watch made that. by FX. Yeah. Uh, it's created by Alex Garland who did ex machina, the beach annihilation. Uh, devs is a, is a limited series. So there's only eight episodes or will, will only ever be eight episodes. Uh, focuses on a young software engineer by the, uh, named Lily Chan, uh, who works at a company called Amaya. It's a cutting edge tech company based in Silicon Valley. Uh, after her boyfriend, uh, Sergey, Sergey, man, I cannot say that right. Uh, after his apparent suicide, Lily suspects that there's foul play, uh, begins to investigate as she quickly, quickly realizes that all roads lead to Forrest, who is played by Nick Offerman, uh, Amaya's en- enigmatic uh, CEO, and Devs, which is a branch of the company's secret de- developmental uh, division. In Lily's quest to discover the truth, she uncovers a technology-based conspiracy that would that could change the world. Phenomenal. Eight episodes, commit to it. It's on Hulu. It's so freaking good. Yeah, I need to watch it. Uh, so I want to play an audio clip. This is my favorite scene in the whole show. Uh, spoilers be damned. I don't think it will ruin anything. But just this one conversation made this the best series for me. Um, she's at a table. It's uh, season, uh, episode six, so it's towards the end. Um, they're having a conversation at this table about what is devs. And and uh, this is going to be the long part. It's going to be about four minutes. So, but I think it's worth it. So, hang tight. Okay. So, does anything ever happen without a reason? Yes. No. Things happen without a reason. Like, an example. Yes. A kid getting leukemia, getting hit by lightning. It's an endless list. No, Lily. I didn't ask if things ever happened without a good reason. I said a reason. The leukemia was an aberration in the kid's DNA. The lightning was a static discharge. Picks up a pencil and rolls it on the table. Pen, sorry. Why did the pen roll across the table? You pushed it. Why did I push it? I'm guessing to make a point. That's a reason. It's why the pen rolled across the table. You blinked. What? Why did you just blink? Your eyes were dry. Or you were nervous. Does anything ever happen without a reason? There must be some events. Random events. Name a random event. Take a moment, think about it. And then name one. A coin flip. A coin flip is not a random event. It's a complex event. 
How hard was the coin flipped? What was the weight of the coin? <clears throat> the air resistance? The temperature of the room? The angle it landed on the table? Okay, not a coin flip. But some things are random. Then name one. Selection. Selection of what? Selecting from things that are all the same. What things are all the same? Objects. Identical copies of a book at a bookstore. You chose the one beneath the top of the pile because it had been handled less. Meteors landing. Roulette wheels spinning. Misfortunes suffered. They can all be unraveled. You can't name a random event because there are no random events. You ask, what is Debs? This is Debs. This is the only principle you need to understand. Nothing ever happens without a reason. Everything was determined by something prior. That's it. Now, take a computer. Give it all the data that can exist about this pen rolling across the table. Its trajectory, velocity, mass of its component parts, atomic structure. What can the computer now tell you? It can tell you how hard the pen was pushed, and it can tell you when the pen will stop rolling. The computer can see backwards. The computer can see forwards. Now do that with everything. Not just the pen. Everything. That's Debs. That's it. That's cool. So yeah, I need yeah. To watch that. It's really, really, really great. Just yeah. So I've taken enough enough time. Right. Go, Brad. Just so you know, while you were playing that, I got drunk. Oh, good. <laughs> Every, everything hit. Neat. Well, you've had a lot. Well, I have the Arbolar 16 and 12. They're very different. Yeah, actually. I'm sure they are, and you've had a lot of each of them. So, Plus a beer. Don't judge me. I'm not judging. I'm just saying, you know, that's... that's I mean, I'm sure I'll be drunk. vomiting about 6.30 yeah, tomorrow morning. We'll whatever. hear about it tomorrow. Uh, another album. Uh, the band is Low Tom. Oh, uh, that's a great fucking Fronted album. by uh, Dave Bazan. Yeah. Uh, of... Uh, what was his? What was it? Pedro Bazan the Lion? Fame? Yeah, Pedro the Lion. Yeah, uh, Dave Bazan of Dave Bazan fame. Uh, well, Pedro the Lion. Yeah, Dave the Bazan. album is called LP Two. Their first one was fucking awesome too. This one's yeah. better. <clears throat> it's different, but it, it it's just a straight up rock it's record. A f- it, the whole thing is yeah. Uh, this song is called Suck It Up. The album is called LP Two. God damn! Are we gonna do this now? I've had no problems. Fuck My me, man. God. What's the song again? Hold on. Here it comes. No, it's not. Hold it's on. Not Suck it up. Yeah. It, are you going to play it? or? Oh, hold on. There we go. I love the guitar tone, yeah, man. I know. It just... 
I love all Davis on stuff. This what he's doing with Low Tom. I'm all about this shit, man. There's always someone above you who forgets how it feels. A grungy bass. It is. It's just crunchy. Yeah. It's just such a great album. The whole album's like that. Yes. I mean, yeah, it, it is. is. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Let's see. How about uh, so? Michael mentioned you know reading a bunch of books and stuff. This is the year I really dove into my e-reader. Oh, nice. Like I read ex- almost exclusively. What do you have? Kindle Fire. I have a Kindle Fire. Yeah. They're they're relatively cheap. They're yeah, they very are. cheap. They hold Especially a sh- if you get like the basic one. They're yeah, really they hold compared a to like an iPad. Stuff. It's oh, insane it's, yeah. how cheap it is. Especially if you want it for just like that. Yeah, I have that, and I watch like Netflix or Disney mm-hmm. Plus on it. That's all I use it for. Oh, so you have a Fire? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You have a Kindle Fire? Yeah. Because they're, they're like they're rel- they're yeah like a hundred bucks, hundred twenty yeah, bucks like maybe said, compared to a freaking uh, yeah. They're, they had them on sale for like yeah. eighty bucks. Yeah, they're they're super cheap. Well worth it. Um, if it's all you, all you need for is an e-reader or like something to watch videos on or whatever you can download. I mean, I've got like seven or eight clone wars episodes downloaded. Like, yeah, I, so along with the e-reading, I discovered a thing called bookbub.com. I've mentioned it before. Bookbub.com. Book, B-U-B.com. They send you every day around between nine and 10 in the morning. I've discovered they send you a, a list of cheap or free books on Amazon Kindle. And not just like garbage, like shit. Some of it's garbage and yeah. shit or whatever. You go in, when you go to BookBub, you like select here are the things I'm interested yeah. in. Yeah. I wish I could go back and change that because some of it I'm like. You can't? I think I put, I don't think you can. I've tried. I don't know if there's a way to do it. Anyway, I read a book this year about uh, Chernobyl that was incredible. Huh. Like an incredible history of what happened then. Like stuff we nobody ever heard of and like the, the implications of it and the. Yeah. The. <laughs> comparisons to what happened then to mm. <laughs> our government now right. uh, a little on the nose um i i bet i have i can't i couldn't tell you how many books i've downloaded on my kindle right now that i haven't even read my kindle is overflowing with books that i haven't even got to yet your kindle overfloweth it absolutely does it does it um i've got uh, eric idol's biography on there i haven't read oh, yet yeah, okay. um uh i i I don't know. It's just I've been reading a lot more nonfiction this year. Yeah. Uh, I read uh, White Privilege. Yep. Uh, on there, I read um, Stamp from the Beginning. Nice. Not a light read. Nope. Five hundred page history of racism in America. There's a lot of it. <laughs> just in case you're wondering. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, yeah. But I, I've been reading a ton of nonfiction, and I mean, also I'll, I still read a lot of fiction and stuff too, but. Um, I don't know. It's just been a really good year for reading for me, for just reading different things I've not yeah. read a lot before. Um, I did finish, not on my e-reader, I did actually read a physical copy of uh, Bruce Springsteen's autobiography. Nice. Highly recommend it. Even yeah. if you're not a huge Springsteen fan, which 
Springsteen, I've kind of ah, he's fine yeah, with me. Yeah. He's not my favorite artist, but after reading that book, I completely respect the work that he's put yeah. in to be yeah. who he is. Yep. And that book is a perfect mix. What I loved about it was a perfect mix of. He's a very self-aware person. He, it's a perfect mix of humility of where I've come from and ego. I'm really good at this. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I really appreciated his his balance in that book. Um, that's one book I would highly recommend to anybody, even if you're not a if you're just a music fan. It's a great it's a great book. I've read Keith Richards book, his autobiography before. It was really good. <laughs> How am I, it's called How Am I Still Alive? Yeah. The uh, Keith called Life. Story. It was really good. I'm, I'm into biographies now. I'm into more historical things now. Like, yeah, I guess I've always I said this. I've said this on the pod before. The origin stories are kind of my thing. Like, I'd love to hear where people started, where artists started, where people I'm gonna read I'm gonna read Obama's book at some point like yeah I'm, I'm halfway through it and it is phenomenal yeah. I, I would have put it on my list but I didn't finish it didn't yeah feel right like, I know yeah it totally would have been like um, it's so good anyway I just it's been a big year I, I I've read constantly I've been reading for decades yeah. I mean since I got out of college I've been reading for my own pleasure and for my own knowledge and and that's never gonna stop I just I love reading so I try to read. I'm reading one fiction book and one nonfiction book, usually at, the, at a time. Nice. Right now, I'm reading one about somebody who dove into the dark web of white supremacy. Oh, wow. A Jewish lady. Hmm. It's, uh, I'm only about a... Frightening? 15 pages in. It's... Something. It's something. Yeah. Um, I'd like to get her on the pod at some point, honestly, if we could if we could swing that, because nice. I just happened to stumble across it. Somebody retweeted on Twitter, I think, on my Twitter feed, and... Uh, I think it's called Culture Warriors, maybe. Is what I have to look it up. I don't remember. But anyway, I'm reading that. I just started that a couple days ago. So anyway, just been a good uh, bookbub.com. Cannot recommend enough Bookbub. if you have an e-reader. Um, like I said, cheap or free, even free. Like I've got entire series of like seven book series for like $1.99. Wow. Like it, it's, it's fucking, I mean, nothing's over like $3. Awesome. Super cheap. So highly recommend that. All right. Yeah. All right, my next one is actually a book that you mentioned, uh, White Fragility. So yeah. oh, Ro- White man. Fragility by yeah. Robin DiAngelo. Mm-hmm. Um, it, uh, it, it's That's written, the book I was meant to mention. That's the yeah. one I read. Not White Privilege, White Fragility. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, so I, uh, I read it. It's written by a white woman uh, who goes and has conversations with um, – with people in business places and uh, talking about race in the workplace. Um, and it was super, super eye opening to realize that I am complicit in a lot of right. racist Absolutely. shit going yep. on in the world. Uh, wh- whether or not I uh, am, I-, I benefit from a racist system, bottom line. Yep. And there's shit that I have said on this podcast that has been racist, uh, without, without my knowledge. Um, but it's just a, uh, if you are a white person who, who wants to know about, um, how you are racist, read this book. Um, I want to play a little bit of the audiobook, then I have a, uh, three quotes I want to read as well. So here's, here's a little bit of the, the audiobook. Introduction. We can't get there from here. I am a white woman. I am standing beside a black woman. We are facing a group of white people seated in front of us. We are in their workplace and have been hired by their employer to lead them in a dialogue about race. The room is filled with tension 
and charged with hostility. I have just presented a definition of racism that includes the acknowledgement that whites hold social and institutional power over people of color. A white man is pounding his fist on the table. <laughs> As he pounds, he yells, A white person can't get a job anymore! So yeah, yeah, it's it's so good. So so a few a few quotes. It is a very powerful book. Yeah, very very powerful. So uh, we consider. So here's a quote from the book. We consider a challenge to our racial worldviews as a challenge to our very identities as good moral people. Yeah. Next quote. Nobody wants to hear they're, yeah. they're actually yeah. racist. Uh, next quote. Whiteness rests upon a foundational premise: the definition of whites as the norm or the standard for human and people of color as a deviation from that norm. And then uh, last one, it is white people's, sorry, freaking Adobe wants to update right now. God damn it. Adobe. Um, (laughs) Trying to do something. Adobe. Can you fuck off? Can you not? Okay. Can you not right now? Next, next quote is it's white people's responsibility to be less fragile People of color don't need to twist themselves into knots trying to navigate us as painlessly as possible. So read the goddamn book. It'll, yeah. it, it, it will yeah. change your world. It was, uh, yeah, I read that. It was like, holy fuck. Like, and we're pretty so like the three of us are try to be pretty aware of self-aware. Our, However, of our, yeah, there are things we miss. And, and I've compared absolutely it, reading that book to, knowing I was in a room and there was an elephant in the room and yeah. I had no idea it was right there. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I've been walking yeah. around it, trying to get to the yep. other side of the room and I had no idea. And for somebody who has deconstructed such a huge part of my life to, to go through the deconstruction of that as well, it was just so like, how did I miss that? How, how the fuck did I miss that? And, and, uh, this year has been with, with everything that's going on, uh, has been so eye-opening to me and to um, a lot of people about the struggles that black people deal with on a regular basis, yeah. on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, yeah. So read that's the, what read Stan from the beginning did for me too, is like, Oh God, the things that they're dealing with now, they dealt with 400 years ago. Yep. Yep. Like it, it's not, stopped. we've just, we've just painted it in a different color. It's all, yeah, it absolutely. just comes with different terminology. I mean, yep. it's, yeah. So, all right, Brad, what do you got? Um, I'll do another music, and then I'll move on to other things, I promise. Um, uh, Run the Jewels. <laughs> yeah. This is the only rap album on my top ten. You're so, way more into this stuff than uh, I am. I've only, but I've only got... T- Two, three rap albums. Uh, I love Run the yeah. Jewels. RTJ three for me was it, one of the best rap albums ever. That's a fucking relentless album, man. Um, this one I think is a step below that, but still made my top ten. RTJ four. Uh, this is the first song called Yankee and the Brave. I love Killer Mike. He's yeah. just like one of my all time freaking favorites. So. This week on Yankee and the Brave. Back at it like a crack addict, Mr. Black Magic, crack a bitch back. Chiropractic, craft magic, big daddy smoking big Cali in a black, Cali in a black. Granddaddy rolling down, old daddy how, napping Maddie as a black. Granddaddy all back, no well, Gotta listen to this album too yeah, now, man. Let's do it again today. No flapping wave runner, I'm a gunner, I'm a hanging block. All summer, and I put that on Osama and my motherfucking mama. I'm a terrorizer, actor playing like a 
like they want some drama. I'ma chop them with a chopper till I motherfucking drop them. Drop them, drop them, Stag addict, I'm mad with the blackest fabric. I'm back, I'm magically back in the dash when I'm ducking rattles that packs. I'm running the truck over sucking shit. Matter of fact, it's the ass and even the crack. Automatic facts, it's like that. LP's not slacky. No, he's not. But there's something about Killer Mike's yeah. tone that I just fucking love. Yeah. Like, yeah. So anyway, that album is just fucking fantastic. And the song "Walking in the Snow," by the way, mm-hmm. it's a it's pretty fucking direct at white people. Yeah. Like, hey, uh, mm-hmm. quit acting like you're fucking woke, but you don't actually fucking give a shit. Yeah. So, yep, good stuff. Um, let's see, Mandalorian. Ah uh, yeah, you got that. I, I didn't know. I didn't put it on. Did my you list. not? I, did, I figured not on my you list. would, man. Good stuff. Not Damn, on my list, dude. You're slacking. Yeah, this is the first year Star Wars is not on my list. Um, I mean, it's great. It's that phenomenal. show it's is on my honorable mentions. The first season was great. The second season, they are fucking killing it, man. Yeah. I mean, try to try to do no spoilers because I know people are sensitive. I, I won't do any spoilers. I'm just going to say that it is. You don't even have to like Star Wars. Absolutely. For this show yeah. to be good. Like, it, it, it is... Like, Star Wars has always been sort of a space western thing. Yeah. This show is making no apologies about that. Like, the yep. way it's shot... Like, there... I mean, even, like, the opening scene of season one, when he shows up at the cantina, and, like, it fucking opens up, and he's just standing there like a gunslinger. I mean... Yep. Like from then on, it's like it's just space western. Yeah, like it, it is literally like an John Wayne western. Yeah, I think it's space been really well done. Yeah. It has been it's well written. It is well acted. All of the like the, I guess secondary, not secondary, tertiary. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I will say all of the all of the people they have got for this. I don't think there's a bad selection for an actor that they have. The only one that they'll say is the gunslinger, uh, um, the guy who was the the uh, poor man's Han Solo. That's the only one Which that I've heard any that? complaint. Uh, it's whenever he goes to Tatooine the first time, and Finnick Shand is there. Um, it, it's the younger guy. Oh, Cal- okay. Cal- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, Cal- but even then, but he, he's fine. It's he fine. was fine. Yeah, he wasn't the focus of the episode yeah. really. Like it was. Yeah, yeah. but. I mean, they they have really done. I mean, Apollo Creed's in it. Like <laughs> he, do, I mean, I kind of got a stew going. It took yeah. me a minute to get used to him, but he is really a great. great. Oh my gosh, yeah, he yeah, directs an episode in the second yeah. season. And yeah. fucking Bill Burr. Oh, oh my god! god Only dude. two episodes. I want more, dude. Of his the one in this yeah. season was fucking fantastic. Yeah, the, he the, carried the whole episode. He carried the man. episode. That yeah. yeah. I mean, it is. I won't spoil it, but the scene with he and Mando and the like the general, the imperial officer. Yeah. Yep. Oh my god. The the way he builds his yeah. anger. <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Throughout the episode, it's not yes, just in that. It scene, is. But yeah. It's like, but yeah. man, for like, there's like a three minute segment yeah. where he. It's great. Yep. Yeah. He okay. is a great actor. He's yeah. a great. He really I, is. He really. He's a great really actor is. for being Bill Burr. He's Bill Burr in the Mandalorian. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think I said in our in our thread, I said. Mayfeld is Bill Burr. Bill Burr is Mayfeld. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it doesn't, like, the Bostonian accent or what, yeah. it doesn't feel out of place. No, it like, doesn't. Like, it, it really doesn't. Yeah. And I loved him in the first episode he was in in the first season. Yeah. I don't know. 
and, and, it, it, and, to your point, it's great for uh, for um, non fans because there are a lot of non fans yeah. that are doing it. But but it also rewards fans yeah, that have yes. been yes re- watch Clone Wars, yes. watch Rebels, watch all the, read the books. Like there's stuff need, from books. Need that, more Ahsoka yeah. that's coming though. Yes, so. Um, so, absolutely. Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's. It's phenomenal on so many levels, and and for everyone who's saying, "Oh, there's too much fan service," fuck you. <laughs> yeah, seriously, everything that came after Empire Strikes yeah, Back is fucking fan service. service. Yeah. I agree. You're here for a Star War. Yeah. You're gonna get a Star War. <laughs> Here's some money. Like, go get, go, go watch Star a Star War. War. Yes, you're gonna get it. Like, <laughs> not every fucking Star Wars thing is gonna be. I've I've, I've done something here. <laughs> I mean, there. there it, 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 who cares? Who cares? Yeah. It's fucking You're fun. Here to watch Star I, here's Wars. The thing. Watch Star I just Wars. want I just want something that's enjoyable to watch. And it's, yeah, enjoyable. it's enjoyable. It's, it's not, enjoyable to watch. And you can actually fall asleep to it too. It's pretty like I'm not <laughs> Can I tell you how many times I've seen The Mandalorian? I can't even imagine. T- 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 oh, what's your over under? Oh god. 4 times. Season, Wait, are you talking season, Let's say season 1. What's the over under? I bet on, you've watched it 5 times, 10 times. Okay. Uh, I mean you definitely overshot it there. Okay. So um, every season, every episode in season one, I watched at least six times. Okay, yeah, we were, um, I believe it. We split the difference. A couple of a them, bit. I watched seven. Um, <laughs> if it's the private right, I won. By the yes, way, that's yeah, yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, season in the first two episodes of season two, I've watched five times. Well, and I've been watching them with my like my my middle son Abram. You know, loves yeah, yeah, Star yeah, yeah. Wars. He's a he watches. All sorts of YouTube shit about Star Wars. Like he knows. Stay away a lot. from Mike Zero. He knows a lot about Star Wars, yeah. and so like he watches them, and then I watch them, and we talk about them. And so he recently, watches them first thing on Friday morning. He'll wake oh, up I before he like yeah. he doesn't even come out of his room. Like yeah. he just yep. turns it on. And so recently, um, so when the first season started, Beth watched maybe four or five episodes with like she watched yeah. with me, and then it sort of like I just went ahead and watched them, and she just kind of lost interest, yeah. or whatever. So recently, she caught me watching the la- the some of the new season. It was like, "Hey, can I watch it with you?" I was like, "Yeah." So I was like, "We went back and watched." I think the last three or four episodes of the first yeah. season, and now that this is our thing now. Yeah. Like she, I think we watched four or five episodes in one night. Wow. To help catch her up, yeah. Watched a couple more in the next night. She was caught up. This is our thing now. And and recent this last episode we watched with Brad's youngest Miles. Oh, because nice. they were at the yeah, you we were, were at, at the, the thing, thing, yeah. And so we watched Miles for them. And he he when I got home he was watching the episode before because he wasn't caught up yet so I finished watching that with him and then all three of us watched that's awesome the newest one yeah it was it was yeah. fantastic man it's it's a thing that Beth and I have like this weird thing that she doesn't give a shit about Star Wars yeah but she the, loves she loves the child she loves the baby yes, who right? shall not be named oh I was just about to say it yeah but, right. um, maybe people aren't far enough ahead yet all that's right. fine. Um, well, get your fucking life right. I don't know, yeah. right? Uh, anyway, it, it's just a fun, is a fun fucking series, man. Yep. I hope they, I know like Obi, the Obi-Wan series is going to be like one season. Yep. I and hope Obi's this coming. one just, I hope this Soka. one just keeps going. I hope it just keeps going. I think there's yep. endless possibilities with this they can do. They announced like 10, yeah, it's 10 crazy. Disney Plus series crazy. and a, a major film they're coming just out with. Just an orgy of like yeah. Star Wars It shit. was just I like, mean, it was overwhelming how yeah. much stuff they just, just announced this week. It's, it's I'm here crazy. for a soak and I'm here for Rogue Squad. Right, we need to move on. We've got right. shit I got, I got a bunch of stuff. Yeah, All right, so the next one is Between the World and Me by Tommy Hesey Coates. Tommy Hesey Coates. God, it was good. It's uh, a 2015 nonfiction book written by Coates uh, and published by Spiegel in 
growl. Uh, it's written as a letter to the author's teenage son about the feelings, symbolism, and realities associated with being black in the United States. Coates uh, recapitulates the American history and uh, explains to his son the racist violence uh, that has been woven into the American culture. Coates draws uh, from an abridged autobiographical autobiographical account of his youth in Baltimore, uh, detailing the ways in which institutes like school, the police, and even the streets discipline, endanger, and threaten and disembody black men and women. Uh, the work takes its structural and thematic inspiration uh, from James Baldwin's 1963 uh, book called The Fire the fire next time. Uh, unlike Baldwin, uh, Coates sees white supremacy as an indestructible force and that the black Americans will never evade or erase, uh, but will always struggle against. Um, it's, uh, so, so the, the first book that I mentioned, um, white fragility, white woman, this is a, a, a black man. If you can read, if you read two books about these are the race, two. read those yeah, two. Yep. Absolutely. This is, this is a black man's yep. story. Uh, um, and it's, uh, motherfucker did black Panther too. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. And, and I've read of several black, of the black Panther, black Panther comics that he did. Yeah. It's it, they're, they're incredible phenomenal. writer. Yep. So, uh, I'm going to play a little bit of, of just the, the first chapter of this. Um, and then, uh, I have a, a song that's tied into it. So, Maybe. One. Do not speak to me of martyrdom, of men who die to be remembered on some parish day. I don't believe in dying, though I too shall die, and violets like castanets will echo me. Sonia Sanchez. Son, last Sunday the host of a popular news show asked me what it meant to lose my body. The host was broadcasting from Washington, D.C., and I was seated in a remote studio on the far west side of Manhattan. A satellite closed the miles between us, but no machinery could close the gap between her world and the world for which I had been summoned to speak. When the host asked me about my body, her face faded from the screen and was replaced by a scroll of words written by me earlier that week. The host read these words for the audience and when she finished, she turned to the subject of my body, although she did not mention it specifically. But by now, I am accustomed to intelligent people asking about the condition of my body without realizing the nature of their request. Specifically, the host wished to know why I felt that white America's progress, or rather, the progress of those Americans who believe they are white, was built on looting and violence. Hearing this, I felt an old and indistinct sadness well up in me. The answer to this question is the record of the believers themselves. The answer is American history. There is nothing extreme in this statement. Americans deify democracy in a way that allows for a dim awareness that they have, from time to time, stood in defiance of their God. But democracy is a forgiving God, and America's heresies, torture, theft, enslavement, are so common among individuals and nations that none can declare themselves immune. In fact, Americans, in a real sense, have never betrayed their God. When Abraham Lincoln declared in 1863 that the Battle of Gettysburg must ensure that government of the people, by the people, for the people, shall not perish from the earth, he was not merely being aspirational. 
At the onset of the Civil War, the United States of America had one of the highest rates of suffrage in the world. The question is not whether Lincoln truly meant government of the people, but what our country has, throughout its history, taken the political term people to actually mean. In 1863, it did not mean your mother. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'll talk about it a little bit because it was going to be my next one on my list anyway. But, like, the thing that stuck out to me in that book, well, there's a couple things. One, I was like, I'll never have to write this book for my son. Yeah. Like, it was devastating to read that, that uh, somebody would have to write a book like that for their kid, for their teenager. You go, this is how the fucking world works. Yeah. I'll never have to, I will never in a million fucking years have to deal with that. The second thing was what he talks about at the beginning. He comes back to it again and again in the book about talking about black bodies. He mentions that. Yeah. He's like, and what he's trying to get across is like, this is not a fucking like, it's not a, it's not a esoteric thing. These are fucking people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like when this shit happens, it happens to my body. You know what I'm saying? Like, And it sounds so simple, but like I'd never heard it put so plainly. And it just, that stuck with me so much from that book. He is a fantastic writer. Absolutely yeah, phenomenal. So good. Like, um, but like that, that was what really stuck out to me in that book was like, he just keeps coming back to that phrase, black bodies, black bodies, black bodies. When, when police decide they're just going to fucking barge in and murder fucking people yeah. laying in their beds. Like that's a black body. That's a person. That's a yep. fucking human being. That's not, that's a person with a mom, a dad, a fucking boyfriend or a husband or a girlfriend or a wife or a kid. Like it's a real goddamn person who no longer gets to fucking live because a white fucking cop decided that he had the right to take their life. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it, that book was astounding. Yeah. Like I, I, yeah, I, it's so, 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 so good. Yeah. So, um, so, uh, I came across a song, uh, a song through, uh, Papa Murph in the pub shared it. Uh, yeah. A long time since we had a Papa Murph. <laughs> uh, uh, Shanna, Shanna, um, Murphy, um, of Murph and the magic. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, she posted the song. Look at you and your candy-ass monkeys. <laughs> so, White Fragility... Um, quando, quando. It, it, it addresses racism um, from my point of view, if you will. Uh, and whereas uh, Between the World and Me um, addresses racism from yep. Ta-Nehisi's... Yep point of view yeah um in this song there's been several songs um even the ariel astoria song uh, mm-hmm. um was phenomenal but but this one really uh it, i just want to play it so i'm gonna play it it's called we need more by taylor jalen fagans
Or play with water guns at night They run away from red and white blue light Little black boys don't go to stores Or use their pockets anymore Can someone tell them what they're living for? They want Yeah, and the whole song is just gut gut wrenching. Mm-hmm. Brown Taylor, um, yeah, yep. God damn, I know. So listen to her Black Brothers and Sisters, guys, yep. for real. Just shut the fuck up and listen. Listen. Yep. All right, um, can we take a timeout? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, man. And we're back. All right. What are you eating? A chocolate ball. Mm. Is it my turn? Uh, yeah. All right. Um, we moved. Yeah. Yeah, you did. We moved to a new house this year. Uh, so, beginning of the year, we were living in one house. Now we're in another house. <laughs> Is that pretty, how that works? Pretty straightforward. Uh, like, I didn't really care to move. Like, I was fine with our old house. It was small, but, I, like, I, I kind of liked my side yard. I had cultivated it into what I wanted it to be, like, over the last few years. We'd been in that house, like, five or six years. Mm-hmm. Um. But the market was right. Like, and Mandy was like, I think if we're going to move, we need to do it. And I told her, I said, I don't really care. Like, I like this house. If we want to move, you're doing all of this. And she fucking did. So (laughs) she took care of pretty much everything, like with the um, realtor and all that. And we ended up in a house, like a two and a half minute walk from Matt. Didn't plan that. FYI. Um, The market in this town is fucking insane didn't i don't know how it all worked out like 10 years ago it have been like jesus did it but like <laughs> now it's, i don't God think that way but like way where there is it was no crazy way. because the timing of like our house so our house was our house was listed for a day and a half or two days before we had a uh an accepted offer like it was yeah. that quick mm-hmm. like houses that's were every house around here so fast and so we had put some offers on a couple other houses, didn't get them. And then this one popped up. It's like, oh, we love it. And so we did it and we got it. And it happened to be right near Matt. Hey. <laughs> so um, hey, that's brother. been kind of nice because like, I feel like our families have gotten closer. Mm-hmm. Um, like we just kind of come down sometimes like, well, not now. because It's like, you know, fucking 20 degrees. But like, when it was nice. We'd go on family walks and we'd end up here. Yeah. Like, we we're like, hey, let's, out go the see yard. If, let's go see if Matt and Beth are around. And they were. <laughs> and so I would get drunk and we'd stumble home. And like, um, but it, it was just been nice. Like, uh, it's our house has more space than our old one did. Like, every kid has their own room now, which has been a, a fucking awesome. blessing. Like, uh, so it's just, yeah, it's been good. So we moved and it had a pool we thought we could get it running spent about a thousand dollars and couldn't get it running it was like fuck this so yeah. i <laughs> i tore the fucking pool out and the decking on my own yeah uh which took a lot of work mm-hmm. in case you're about wondering thousand dollars to get it back up and running we probably well Whoa. we probably didn't spend that much we bought a new pump i installed it bought a new skimmer i installed it a your, la- your labor's really high too probably five hundred dollars i bet we spent five hundred bucks and then thousand dollars in labor, and then it was just like, million. okay, this is. I we got to the point where maybe you're like, this is fucking stupid. Like, what we're spending on this, and it's still no better than when we started. This is dumb. So I was like, we'll fucking rip it out. In this spring, we're going to 
uh, turn it into like a nice fire pit area with like or nice landscaping <laughs> and like we're gonna spend the next couple of years really really kind of tricking it out and making yeah. it look really cool. So, um, but yeah, we moved and it was it's been really good. So, yep. Well, since you did that, one of mine is Brad moved down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Puppy lives close by. I mean, Brad and I have been close for, I mean, we've been close since college, really. Yeah, I mean, I'd say so. When I went to college, Brad and I actually stopped hating each other and yeah. became friends. Yeah, pretty much. And then he went to school, and I spent way too, time, too much time in his dorm room and not with my wife. Mm-hmm. And um, now you're back to not being friends and mortal enemies. <laughs> <laughs> Who live a quarter mile from each other. Um, yeah, I mean, it was just a nice, like, I didn't know what that was going to end up being. I mean, honest to God, he literally lived a mile and a half away. Yeah, I mean, it's not like we lived far away, but it's different now. It like, it's different. different. Yeah. I don't um, have to get in my car. No. I mean, it's, it's literally, even if like it's, it's cold, it's 25 degrees, and I walked here tonight. Yeah. Like, I don't it's care. A, it's like, literally it's just, a two and a half minute walk. Yeah. I've timed it twice, and it's literally two and a half minutes. Um, if I'm stoned, it's about three and a half. <laughs> just FYI. Well, I'm not take- tonight, but like, I think it was last week. I literally was just kind of waltzing around. I was looking at the stars, and I was like, fuck. Oh, there's a wow. pond here? This is cool. Look at the pond. Yeah. So beautiful. So it takes a little longer. Um, <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, I mean, and like you said about families, like we've spent, sh- I mean, we played, what, last weekend we played Euchre together. We've played we've Euchre. a lot. played a lot of Euchre together. The kids can come down for a while. If they get bored, they can go home. Like, it, it they can walk home, literally. Like, it... Uh, especially two older boys, like they, they yeah, come it's been here. nice because like they'll come down here and eat, and they're like, oh, "I'm out of here." Right, well, have fine. fun walking yeah, back home. I mean, There's whatever, nothing right? here for me now. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> My time is done here. Um, our uh, Brad and I have made great strides in killing both of our livers. Boy, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, not not necessarily intentionally. But like you said, he kind of shows up sometimes. I mean, when it's crazy. Like I'll come down. It'd be like warm, and I'd be like, "I'll have a beer," and I have a beer. And then I have another beer, and then Matt inevitably, without me asking, brings out a glass of whiskey, and I'm like, "Well." And then inevitably, man. Tyson comes yeah, over or something. Like, by the yeah. way, so speaking of Tyson, by the way, side note, uh, uh, what's what's today? Um, Wednesday, Tuesday? Tuesday. So he came over Thursday after I got off work. Saw me come home. Ten minutes later, he's walking in my door with a with a glass of <laughs> something he bought. He's like, "Yeah, try this." His shirt's off. It was the uh, I think it was the bullet single barrel. Oh, okay. Pretty good, yeah. actually. But yeah, he just just carried a thing over to walk to my door with it. That's just what Tyson does, pretty mm-hmm. much. Anyway, um, yeah, it's just it's been it's just been nice to you, you spend time with your you know your, your brothers, your best friends. You spend time with them, but to have them literally a quarter mile down the street, we're brothers, and, and we kind of we like kind of like each, each other. other. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll we'll just like, hey, I'm coming down to your house. All right, I'm gonna go watch football. Put okay. your pants on. <laughs> That's not really a requirement at this point. Not really, no. Um, I don't know. And our like our kids have gotten to hang out with each other. Like Jude and Miles are kind of hang out pretty well together Mm -hmm. for the most part, and as much as Jude hangs out with anybody, really. Right. um, I don't know. It's just it's been nice. So that's that's been one of my highlights. Is (laughs) Brad moved a mile mile and a quarter closer? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Quite literally. Yep. So yeah. All right. um, Michael, there's a house across the. What oh. the hell was that? Somebody dropped a bowling ball? No, nah, it was probably Jude getting mad at something. Jesus. Uh, Michael, there's a house across the street for somebody. Uh, I don't think I could handle it. <laughs> Dude, I'd be breaking up your fucking fights all the time uh, uh, between you two motherfuckers. <laughs> We'd be shooting BB guns at each other. I would. God. Shit. Um, like, will you two fuck <laughs> off? 
me just shooting out his windows. <laughs> oh God! Beth just come tell. What'd you do? Piss off Michael again? Yeah, Digger Digger would just come <laughs> pee in your yard. That's all he would do. That's fine. I'd just come pee in your his living pee room. Corner. Uh, okay, so uh, this is uh, an, an album. Um, it came out last year, not this year. So uh, <laughs> it's it's fine. Uh, I, I, for whatever reason, this album keeps coming back to me. Um, and it's not even like, I'm not going to say it's the greatest album in the world, but it's been there when I needed it. Um, it's called uh, Pep Talks, mm-hmm. if you will. Uh, it's by uh, the band Judah and the Lion. Um Come to find out that the lead singer is a Christian, um, so that's probably why, and, and yeah. has uh, some worship in his background, so probably why I can connect with it. Um, but yeah, it, it's called- Because um, you're secretly still a Christian. Yeah, no, I'm not. No. <laughs> Everyone knows that's you. <laughs> no, if, he's, of he's, all the three of us, it's, it's definitely not he's, Michael. He's closeted. Yeah. yeah. Um, Michael, it's okay to come out, buddy. No, that's it, fine. I'm, I'm good. Um, so I'm going to play a few- just a clips of three songs. So, uh, first one is Quarter Life Crisis. Well, might help if I, you know. Isn't that a John Mayer song? No. no. I don't think so. All right. Uh, here we go. Oh, that was the one where he tells the dads he wants to fuck their daughters. This whole record might be a quarter Yeah. Fun, um, kind of Irish, a little bit, a little yeah, bit, a little, a little bit. Irish stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the next song is "Pictures" by uh, with Casey Musgraves. Uh, this song, before I even really go too deep in it, um, so there's a thing I do with uh, love songs where I relate them to um, my relationship with God, especially breakup songs. Um, <laughs> so this song, uh, this is through the lens of me breaking up with God. So here, here it is. <laughs> I do it all the time. Hymns of Reconstruction. Too Check it out. Too scared to move these things from this home we made. So many good memories and some fatal mistakes. And I know that you love me still, but we're not the same. And if I'm being honest, I don't really want this way I hate that I'm taking our pictures off the wall 
Casey Musgraves, which is, I've fallen in love with her work this year yeah. as well. She, she's featured in this song too. I'll play a little bit of that. I mean, reconstruction, there it is. And <laughs> All right, L- that listen to that song with deconstruction in mind. Um, and then the last song I played on the podcast, kind of when um, I don't remember. There was something an event where uh, I wanted people to know that they weren't alone, um, and it's called "Family: The Best Is Yet to Come." This is that song. So the the voicemail at the beginning is incredible. Oh, I remember this. Hey, I listened. I yeah. just got finished listening to the album. Oh, I remember this. And, yeah. Um, I cried a little. I laughed a little. It's his mom, right? Yeah. Dude, I love it. And I, I think it's real and raw. And I think he did the right thing. And I think it not only um, may bring, you know, help and hope to a lot of others, I think it, it gave me a lot of hope. And um, anyway, I loved it. I guess you're just broken. I guess you're just hoping for more I guess you're just reaching I guess you're just in need of love But you're not alone Yeah, you're not it's, alone. and it builds, yeah. the song just builds yeah. and it's so fucking powerful Yeah, I remember so, that Yep, so, yep, that's, All right. that's Judah and the Lion, Pep Talks all right, uh, my next is music. Uh, the band is Idols. I D L E S. Is it all Billy's children? <laughs> no, it's I D L E S. The album is called Ultra Mono. Uh, the the whole album is great. Uh, so this is an album that, like, when you hear the music, you wouldn't think that like the out al- the lyrics would be like super progressive. They are. Yeah. Um. This album is called Ne Touche Pas Moi, which is French for Don't Touch Me. Huh. And at one point, we'll get to it. They just The guy just yells, consent, consent, mm-hmm. consent. Like, it's fucking fantastic. So, yeah, this is... The album is relentless. Oh, it's, it is a really so hard good. album. So good. He said, this is a sawn off 
for the cat callers, this is a pistol for the wolf whistle. Yeah. Because my body is, or your body is, your body is, and no, and it belongs to nobody but you. Fucking great. This album is so good. Yeah. So, so good. From top to bottom. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And I'm going to play one more just because it's fucking great. Uh, The song is Grounds. It's about coffee. No, it's absolutely not. You will not catch me staring at the sun. Not sucking on a dumb dumb, not turning round to run. No hallelujahs and no kingdom comes. So you will not catch me staring at the sun. I like to see live. Oh. Did you hear that thunder? That's the sound of strength and numbers. I smell the blood of a million sons. A million daughters from a hundred thousand guns. Not taught by our teachers on our curriculum. So the whole uh, that whole song is about like it's a there's a fucking revolution happening right now like the people are fucking waking up yeah and he's like do you hear that sound of thunder mm-hmm. the sound of strength and numbers like yeah it's at one point he says uh, let me get to it um, um shit where is it oh he says uh. You scrawling your aggro shit on the walls of the cubicle, saying my race and class ain't suitable. So I raise my pink fist and say black is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's yeah. fucking fantastic, man. So, yeah, idols. Go go listen to them. Great. Uh, My album of the year, Fiona Apple. Damn. Vegetable cutters. Didn't see that one it. coming. Huh? Didn't already, see that one coming. I already talked about it. I know, but you didn't play the song. So okay. uh, the song is Shamika. Oh, that's a good song. Might be my favorite song of the yeah, album. That's good Pretty stuff. damn good. It's one I almost played. Yeah. yeah. I used to walk down the streets on my way to school, grinding my teeth to a rhythm invisible. I used my feet to crush the leaves like they had fallen from trees just for me, just to be. In class I pass the time Drawing a slash for every time Second hand went by A group of five done twelve times Just a minute but Shamika said I had potential Shamika said that. I had I potential Shamika said I had potential Shamika said I had potential Dude, that the piano yeah. I don't even know what that is, yeah. but it's fucking incredible. I used to march down the window. Yeah, it's like a syncopated good. beat. Oh, yeah, just great. God, that album's great. It is. All right, noise. Done? Yep. Yeah. All right, uh, next one is, I'm, I'm going to say it's, ah, man, my film of the year, if if there was such a thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> there were like two of them released yeah. last year. <laughs> um, so it's, a, um, it's, it's called Black is King. Uh, it's on Disney Plus. Um, Black is King is a 2020 American musical film slash visual film directed, written, and executive produced by the American singer Beyonce. Yeah. Uh, the film serves as a visual Queen companion B, baby. Mm-hmm. to her 2019 
album, The Lion King, The Gift. It's curated by Beyonce uh, for The Lion King. The film tells the story of a young African prince uh, who is exiled from his kingdom after the death of his father. Um, As he grows up into a man, the prince undergoes a journey of self-identity using the guidance of his ancestor, Beyonce, uh, his childhood love, and his own subconscious. Uh, to reclaim his throne. The prince's journey acts as an allegory to the African um, journey of discovering, uh, claiming and celebrating their culture and heritage, which is echoed by the conclusion of a spoken word poetry in the film that focuses on the question of black identity. Um, it's, It's visually stunning, socially relevant. It's an absolute masterpiece. Um, and I have yet to watch it and not cry. Like I need to watch it. It's so like watch it in the biggest screen you can watch. Um, turn up the music list. Just soak in the words. Um, even close caption it. It'll help because you can like soak it in a little bit better. Um, but man, it's so fucking powerful. Um, I want to play a, 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 a few songs off that. Um, I'll probably just play two. Um, the first one is bigger. Um, yeah. Just visually stunning too. God damn. If you feel insignificant, you better think again. Better wake up because you're part of something way bigger. You're part of something way bigger. Not just a speck in the universe. Not just some words in the Bible verse. You are the living word. Ah, you're part of something way bigger. Bigger than you. Bigger than we, bigger than the picture they framed us to see, but now we see it, and it ain't no secret, no. Understand the truth about that question in your soul. Look up, don't look down, then watch the answers unfold. Life is your birthright, they hit that in the fine print. Uh. Take the pen and rewrite it. Step out it's your such an empowering album, uh, empowering song. It's just. And who she selects, like she chose directors from a lot of the 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 places where she filmed, um, and it's just man, it's 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 a work of art crafted by uh, a, a group of people that uh, don't get the spotlight very often, don't yep. get these opportunities, and so for her to make this giant ass statement and and choose this direction. Uh, it's just phenomenal. All right, I'm going to play three songs then. Uh, the next one is uh, song <laughs> Scar. Um, this is 070 Shake and uh, Jesse Reyes. And this is from the point of view of Scar. I 
Jesse section because it's so fucking powerful. In the jungle, ain't no Bible. Showtime, showtime, no recital. Show no fear, boy. Where's your spinal? Where's your backbone? Where's your pyro? I had to be everything you couldn't be for my survival, my own idol. Skip my trial, took my rifle, rifle title. No more stuff, sin is final. I found all my own disciples. <sighs> yeah. And um, the, the last song is called uh, Brown Skin Girl. Uh, she has Blue Ivy on it singing. Oh, um, wow. And this is, I break down every time. Um, it's, yeah. What, what, what has occurred to me and several other people this year is that a lot of uh, media is meant for me. <laughs> and right. uh people who aren't like me don't have media that's right that's meant for them um and this is meant for a group of people who uh haven't had a whole lot of content for them uh and yeah this is it's yeah brown skin girl your skin looks like pearls the best thing in the world Never charge you for anybody else singing brown skin girl. Your skin just like pearl. It's the best thing in the world. I never charge you for anybody else singing. She says she really grew up poor like me. Don't believe in nothing but the Almighty. Just a little jeans and a pure whitey. She never dreamed forever be nobody wifey. Yeah. She wanna me not pretty, but your heart is a mess. Play you like a villain cause she caught in a way Tonight I am walking away Line to buy mine and I grind yeah, yeah. Tonight I might fall in love Depending on how you owe me I'm glad that I'm calming down Can't let no one come control me Keep dancing and call it love She fights it by falling slowly If ever you are in doubt Remember what mama told me, brown skin girl. Your skin just like pearls. It's good, yeah. Yeah, it's good. I need to watch that. Yep. Watch it. Watch it, watch it. All right. All right. Uh, another album. Uh, I'm a huge Bob Dylan fan. Yeah. Huge Bob Man. Dylan fan. Uh, he put out an album this year, Rough and Rowdy Ways. Um, Number four on my list. Yeah, he's just like. I mean, he's like seventy some fucking years old. Like it's the best he's, thing he's done in a while, and he's still just out there doing it. Yeah, like this is one of the better albums he put out in a while. Um, I mean, yeah. And so now his the, other stuff was great, but this is yeah out of this world. Uh, yeah, it's the best thing he's put out since probably the late nineties, early two thousands. Um, this song is called "Goodbye Jimmy Reed," which is my favorite song of the album. It's very bluesy. This is very um. Highway 61 revisited. I live on the streets, named after a saint. Women in the churches wear powder and paint. Where the Jews and the Catholics and the Muslims are pray. I can tell a product from a mile away. Goodbye, Jimmy Reed. Jimmy Reed, indeed. Give me that old time religion. It's just what I need. Yeah, man, so good. So the album is just really—it ends with a 17-minute like epic about the murder of John F. Kennedy. Yeah, like, like the first single he released from yeah, it. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, it's just I just if you're a Dylan fan, like it's just a must listen to album. If you're not, you'll hate it. Who gives a shit? But I love <laughs> Dylan. So, yep. 
And that's how you do a quick yep, one right there. Um, I have two more. Uh, this is uh, let's go with this one. Um, Joe Biden's gonna be president. Yeah, and Donald yeah. Trump is not. We're I, like twenty to like like about a month away from not having to hear about that motherfucker. I uh, we'll hear about it. Well, him, not I don't have to, have to care, care about that. Motherfucker. You know what this deserves? It deserves this. America, yeah. Fuck yeah. And it was a resounding defeat. Yeah. I don't give a shit what anybody no. says. It was a fucking. He lost by seven and a half million votes or but something. Where did all those votes it's come a from? Fucking the middle of the night. And the the he won Georgia the first time it's been won in decades by a Democrat. What since Carter? Yeah. Um, he won all the states that Hillary lost up in the the Rust Belt. Yeah. He won Arizona. I mean, the the electoral map is changing for sure. Um, and that's that's going to continue to happen. But just while we're at it, abolish the electoral college. Uh, it's fucking yeah. stupid. It's fucking There's stupid. There's a reason why Republicans don't want it to go away because they will never, never win, win an election again, again no. ever, ever. They've won a popular ever. vote in no. in decades. They'll never win another no. one again. Um, I think the last popular vote they won was Bush's second term. Yeah, maybe. That's yeah. That's I mean, because John Kerry's a sentient jar of mayonnaise. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I I I mean this the Saturday that it was declared that Pennsylvania that Pennsylvania declared and he won officially when he and Kamala spoke I I, I was just wept yeah I, I did too I, I wept. sat at home and cried just wept my kids were looking at me and I was like you just I I I had tears running down my face and I just said you guys have no idea no. how important it was that Trump did not win again yeah like you yeah. cannot possibly no. imagine, believe how important that was no I. Uh, I, he wasn't my first, second, third, no. or fourth choice. No, uh-uh. and I, I just I don't even give a shit. I it, it'll be nice to go back, to, like we've said, to not having to think about the president every single day. Can you imagine an episode of this podcast where we don't mention the president? I, oh no, I mean, I, it, I mean, I, and like we've said before, this podcast has ex- entirely existed within the Trump era. Like yep. Yep. it started literally like right after Super Tuesday when he fucking won Super Tuesday and was going to be like the the. The nominee. The nominee. Yeah. I mean, it, which was unfathomable. And then he fucking won. Yeah. Like, um, I, I don't know. I don't have a whole lot to say about it. It's just, it's just refreshing to have somebody that actually is a human being that's compassionate, that gives a shit about the entire country. Yeah. And even not if he just the parts, even if he doesn't, he at least acts like he does. Not just the parts <laughs> that, not, yeah, not just the parts that voted for him. Like, I mean, I, I, I'm not even going to mention that the, the mother that orange motherfucker in the White House yeah, right now. I'm done. I'm done talking about him. Fuck but, him. But to, to be able to have somebody that actually gives a shit about the country as a whole and what it stands for and what it's supposed to have stood for, um, it, it's just I, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain the relief I felt when it was a, when it was decided. Yeah. Like it just it, it, it was literally. I mean, there's a lot of work still to do. The country's not going to go very far probably in the next four years, but it's not going to go backwards at least. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, not going to. I know. He's not going to go. He's not going I, out there and intentionally hurting people. He's yep. not trying to fuck over entire I can go, demographics. I can go days without even hearing about it and not have to think, what did our president do today to fucking embarrass us yeah. or yep. to hurt an entire yep. group of I people? I mean, seriously. Like, just, yeah. I mean, I, I know Biden. I mean, I, was, <laughs> I thought about thinking about today while I was, when I got home that. Because I was thinking about this episode, and one of the, that was one of the things I put on there that 
like there's not there's gonna be a lot of stuff I'm not gonna agree with, and that's normal. Yes. Yeah. Like it's it's normal to not agree with everything that even the person you voted for does. It's, I didn't agree it's, with it's everything Obama thing, did. It's one thing to go, I don't agree. It's another thing to go, God fucking damn. Yeah. I like, am diametrically opposed to everything. What the fuck is going on? Like there's there's that's those, those two things are completely different. To live in in constant fear yes. of what the next day will hold. Yeah. yeah. Like I mean the the mental like the mental health crisis that's going to occur like he's going to give this country he's given this country PTSD. Yeah, he has. Like yeah. the, the like I said everybody is fucking exhausted from the last 4 years. Last four and a half years really of yeah. this shit. Yep. Of having to deal with that stupid fucker and and all his bullshit. He he uh, anyway. Yeah. I it's just it's just wonderful to have two human beings in, in that in that building. Yep. That will care about the entire country and try to make the country better for everybody, not just yeah. the people that voted for him. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. My turn again? Yeah. Hi. Uh, the Rob Father. Uh, he, <laughs> he dropped a book called Everything is Spiritual. Yeah, the Rob Father. Yeah, Everything is Spiritual. I think uh, I say this every book he comes out. This is the best book. Actually, I, I do like How to Be Here. That's probably my personal favorite. That was big for you. But uh, Everything is Spiritual, super solid. Uh, so I'm going to play a little bit of that. And we'll in, get that. In I was interview. raised in a modern world that taught me a particular view of things based on subjects and objects. There's a fixed set world out there doing what it does. And then there are our thoughts and observations and insights that exist independent of all that. You observe it, you measure it, you take notes, you notice, you view. It's going to do what it's going to do. And you can be here or not, witness it or not, study or note or learn or observe or not. There's the subject and the object and a clear difference between the two. There's a line and you're over here watching and the thing you're watching is over there doing whatever it's going to do on the other side of the line. But we now know that there is no line. There is no outcome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, read the book. book yeah, man. great, really phenomenal is. book. Great interview with him. He was yep. fun. He's always fun. Like, yep. uh, uh, he's a very present person. So, like when you when we interview him, like the two times you've interviewed him, it's like that's the only thing happening right now. Yeah, like for him, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and that's that's rare. Even yeah. though it wasn't the only thing happening. At no, of course time. not. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he yeah. like yeah. everybody says, don't meet, don't you know, you never want to meet your heroes. And we like, have, we've met him and like Richard, we talked to him twice, Richard Rohr once, and they were fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, well, so. I mean, Brian's on and like, yeah, like, like just yeah. have, if there's one thing that I'm, well, not one thing, uh, top five of the things I'm most thankful for in this podcast, it's gotta be the ability to yeah. meet Rob Bell. Yeah. To yeah. meet him, have yep. that conversation with him yep. and, and have multiple conversations with him. Yep. Um, it's, I still can't wrap my brain around how influ- influential he's been yep. in my life. It still is. Yeah. It, yeah, still is. Yeah. I mean, I've listened yeah. to every fucking Robcast. I'm a yeah. few episodes behind, but I'll get to him whenever yeah. we have a bunch of PMs to do. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. Uh, I mentioned this a little bit last week, but uh, this has been a huge thing for me. And this is very recent. The Wim Hof method. Yeah. Dude. I just can't even. Are you still doing it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been like I know it's only been like ten days. God damn it! <laughs> Fuck you. That was, that was Matt, not me. Fuck you. 
I, dude, I feel so fucking good. Like, I'm up to I'm up to about thirty thirty or more seconds of taking of cold at the end of a shower, and I don't necessarily feel it. Oh, like, it feels I, good. I can control my breath through it. Like, I, it, it is it's teaching me mindfulness. Like, yeah. I I did. It's funny because like only in the last couple of days have I realized I'm reading his book also. And only in the last couple of days have I realized I've not been doing the breathing thing completely accurately. So the last couple of days I was like, oh my, holy shit! Like, I like I almost like yesterday when I did it, I almost hallucinated. <laughs> like it is, I can't even fucking explain how it feels. Your whole body is like, you can feel the blood coursing through your body. I mean, it's just, it is, I feel absolutely fantastic. Like I've, I mentioned last week, like Mandy will be like, you, like you go into that bedroom and you come out and you're not the same person. And it's, and I'm not I bad. do the same thing, but I'm doing something. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> glowing slightly. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> and it's not, heavily. and it's not bad, but like even today. Why like, are you walking with a limp? Most of the time I... It, <laughs> what I'm noticing is that like even even most of the days my mood is better. I have more energy. Uh but like today even just God you fuckers. God damn it. I looked at Michael. He just made eye contact and started laughing. Hey, Brad's life is changing. Let's fuck that up, you bunch of dicks. Uh so uh, don't be dicks. But uh what was I saying? God Talking damn it. about Moby yeah. Dick. I don't know. No, Breathing's good for wasn't. you. It's not just... Fuck. I don't even the know. The meditative nature of it. You talked about it last week. Oh, like week. even today. I mean, like even today, I, I didn't have a great day at work and like I was super frustrated on the way home. I texted <laughs> Mandy. I texted Mandy and I was like, as soon as I get... Just so you know, as soon as I get home, I'm going to do my breathing and I'm going to go... I'm going to take a shower like... Because I said... Because I, I need it. Like I've gotten to the point where like I almost can't live without it. Like it's very addictive, like in a in a good way. I went home. I came home, said hi to the kids, said hi to Mandy, gave her a kiss, gave her a hug, and I said I'm gonna go do my breathing. And it takes about twenty twenty five minutes. Um, and I came out of that room, and I was just like, it was like serenity. Like I I, I can't even. It's like being high without being high. Yeah. Like I can't even explain it. Can I be high with being high? Well, like you can be, I guess. But like, I'm just saying, like it. I feel so freaking great. Uh, I'm working my way toward being able to deal more with cold. So, like, I'm hoping by the end of the winter, I can do what he calls snoga, where you literally go sit out in the cold in the oh. grass, like in like shorts, and you meditate and catch a cold. I'm no, like, I mean, that's the point. So, I can't okay, wait. so I'm reading the book. Can you? Let Michael and I know so when he comes. No, I'm I'm reading the bo- I'm reading the book and like he was talking about. He did a thing where he got invited by some Tibetan thing, like or like a museum or something in New York yeah. years ago, and they wanted to like he to show like the, the the what it looks like for somebody to raise their own body temperature to keep their own heat or whatever. Yeah, and so he doesn't do it by like Buddhist meditation. He does it by this method. Yeah, and. So they had these doctors showed up and they basically showed up to try to like basically keep him from like, they're like, this guy's going to fucking die doing this. So what they did was they, they fucking packed him in ice, like up to his neck in ice. His body temperature got down to 88, which normally is fatal. And he 
while the doctors had monitors on him, raised his own body temperature six degrees Jeez. with no, like while packed in ice with no like aids, like no blankets, no heat, yeah. like, and so like, and, and so it's all like he, his whole idea is like, you can train your brain to like do like to work for you essentially. Yeah. Like that's what his whole thing is. Yeah. So anyway, I, I just feel I just feel so good. Like I just can't even explain. I think that's the shit that David Blaine does. I think he does. Oh, like, absolutely, that, he does. That, it's that, a that, it's that, a meditation yeah. technique, tech, tech, or technique. technique. Yeah, yeah, that's all it is. Like, of course, yeah. it is. Some of that that high stuff, I definitely felt when I was doing more meditation on a regular yes. basis. Like, I felt that high, and it feels silly to say, "Oh, I feel high. like," but you do. You feel yeah. different. It, there is something about. It takes you to another plane of existence or another another plane of, of being. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I mean, when you're doing the deep breathing thing, I do like four rounds. And what's actually happening scientifically is you're purging your body of CO2 and you're filling it with more oxygen. So you literally feel it in yeah. your entire body. And that's why I can actually, I held my breath for over three minutes today when I did it like the last round. Yeah. Because I'm purging my like what what when you're holding your breath, the reason you can't hold your breath for any long is because the CO2 builds up in your body and it has to come out. But when you're doing that deep breathing, like it's funny, like my rounds, I do four rounds. And it was like about a first time it was like about a minute, 10 seconds or something. By the end, it was like over three minutes that I could hold my breath. Jesus. And I mean, there are phys- like they're starting to do scientific studies on this shit where they're starting to feel like there's something to this. Um, he's had scientists that have like had him come speak so they could try to debunk what he's doing. And then they see it and they're like, holy shit. Like they actually hook shit up to him. They're like, oh my God, this isn't bullshit. Like anyway, I, so I I think there's the, the human body is so much more capable. And that's his whole, that's his entire point. Like his whole point is like the human body is capable of so much more. We use like a portion of our brain. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't think it's like a miracle cure or anything, but like, I just feel great. And I, I have decided at the end of this year, this has been a bad health year for me in a lot of ways. And I need to take back my health. And this is one thing that I'm using to do that. And it's great. So I feel good. Was that your last one? Did you have any more? (laughs) I think I've got like two more. Jesus you Christ, more than top 12? I mean, maybe. Motherfucker. Who fucking cares? It is nine fucking 30. Dude, I've got like two more music <laughs> things. Relax. We'll take like two seconds. God. Um, <clears throat> uh, so back in about around the time the pandemic started and people started getting furloughed and laid off and all that shit. Uh, the Romanian, the, uh, the, yeah, Dan. Dan. Mm-hmm. Um, Danny Boy. Dan Summers, the uh, ragged Romanian, the uh, whatever. Any anyway. Romanian dreamboat. Yeah. Um, Alone. Said, hey, if anybody needs, you know, assistance or whatever, let me know. And I think I posted her on that thread. Hey, um, if anybody wants to, I'll be, I'd be willing to sort of be the bank, I guess, for that. Send the money. To, here's my Venmo. Here's my PayPal. Send the money to me. I'll just distribute it contact me if you need help and i'll make it happen um so from march to this past week the pub has raised eleven thousand five hundred dollars for other people it's crazy yeah 
It is. It's crazy. I, I mean, I, and, th- and there's more than that too. That yeah, that we're unaware of that. Yeah, that I know. Like I know of at least. Uh, That's just what was sent to me. I know at least and, another uh, eighteen hundred dollars that were that to went to help people out. And yeah. I'm not even sure that in, does that even include like what everybody when we got COVID. Yes. That I, I added that, that in. Okay. Yeah, I added that, I added Holy that in. shit, man. Like when all three of us got COVID because we were fucking idiots. Like, I think there was around 1700 bucks for was the three of us. It was crazy. Total. They bought yeah. they like meals and Grubhub gift yeah. cards. Yeah, I didn't like, even include the Grubhub stuff in there. Man, it's crazy. Crazy, crazy, um, crazy. That was just stuff that was sent to me to yeah. distribute. And plus the, yeah. the our three meal trains or whatever they did. Yeah. Um, that's fucking insane. I mean, yeah. Anytime a need came out, I mean, it was just like a slew of my Gmail just blew up with PayPal donations and Venmo donations and uh, occasionally, uh, you know, Apple donations or cash app donations or whatever that to have a group of people give that much money to people. They don't even know outside of a random Facebook group. They pay a dollar a month to be in. It's crazy. I, 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 there's no word for it. I mean, crazy doesn't even really. I mean, it, there's no word for that. No. Other than church, I mean, that is literally the fucking book of Acts. What happened in the book of Acts? That's yeah. what you read about in Acts. Mm-hmm. They what was it say? They uh, people who there was never um, shit. How's it go? And I think it's Acts four. Um, there was no one that had any need among them. Yeah, like. When someone had a need, money, property was sold, things yeah. were sold to meet that need. I mean, that's fucking what's happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, people have means, people have money. They, they yeah. money laying around. They can, and they give it to other people. They don't even know. I mean, yeah. it's just insane. I, and I mean, insane in the best possible way. That that is one of the highlights of my year is just watching that happen. Yeah. Um, it's just it's just been incredible. I mean, so thank you to all of you who have donated and yeah. I mean, just time and time yep. and time and time again I, I didn't i didn't i don't know what the individual like how many individuals donated it doesn't matter it doesn't matter but it's just i, I mean I, I easily 30 to 40 people t- easily yeah. gave at least once or twice or multiple times i mean it just and it, it amounts anywhere from five bucks to 500 bucks i mean it just yep. just crazy i mean it's just that just that just blew my doors off this year i i was yep. I was. I'm proud to be part of that group. I'm proud to be part of whatever this fucking thing is, and it's it's taken on a life of its own at this point. So obviously, yeah. Uh, my official final one. Uh, we can get into honorable mentions later. Um, <laughs> is family. Um, 2020 has brought uh, me closer to my family, um, my um, partner, my kids. Um, her, her, <laughs> him, um, the, uh, it's been not only that, but, but, and I realized that I'm super, super privileged to have, uh, parents who still love me, um, as well. And, and in my family that genuinely cares about me. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's, when we did get COVID like a bunch of idiots, um, to have my, my brother, my niece, my 
aunt, my cousin go shopping for us, get things that we needed, um, help out with little things for the kids. Uh, and they, they bought like presents for the kids because they knew that they were dealing with, you know, a, a shitty situation. Yeah. Um, to have that along with, with the, the help from the pub as well. Um, it's been crazy. Like throughout COVID, my family has a daily, a daily FaceTime call. Um, huh. Of like, you know, any generally there's like four or five people in there. Sometimes it's less, sometimes it's more um, where we just call and check up on each other. Um, I've never consistently talked to my family like that before. And it's, and it still happens every day, every day, four, four o'clock. Um, you know, it's, and, and I understand that not everyone has that. And I'm grateful that I do. Um, and, and I hope that people who don't have it can have some sort of sense of community um, where they can feel like they're not alone. You guys done sending what messages was that? to each I don't know what that was. I have That's no weird. idea what that was. Um, so, yeah, family, 2020. Awesome. What up? Uh, I've got I've got two more, then I'm done. All right. I'll just do them now. All right. Uh so if you would have told me like on January 1st, things that were going to happen this year, yeah, like there's going to be a pandemic, there's man, we should have done, like, we should have carved out time to do a, a futurist part. Of right. This, <laughs> no. where we're a futurist. Um, <laughs> like 2021 futurist. I would have never been more surprised that if Maybe you would, if you would have, if you would have told me that this person would end up on my best of year in your head, sewn to the carpet, I would have laughed you out of the fucking room. Taylor Swift. Yeah. So she put out two albums this year. Both were great. There's one that was better. Folklore, in my opinion, was you think better it's better? Than Evermore. I do. I like Evermore. Well, it's, it's crazy because I, I they got a lot of, of 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 positive press at the beginning, but I'm hearing Evermore is like I like it. Album of the year. Really? Like, yeah. I need to listen to it more. I've only I've in fairness, I've only listened to it through like once. Yeah. So I'll I'll digest that one. Folklore grabbed me from the beginning. Yeah. Um of course, my favorite song on this is Exile, which is the one with Bonnie Vare. That song is mm-hmm. like That's almost like tears fucking beautiful. Yeah. Like uh, it, it's maybe one of the better breakup songs I've ever heard, essentially. But uh, I, so I'm not going to play that one since it features Bonnie Vare. I'm going to feature one that actually features Taylor. Yeah. Um, the song Invisible String. Really love it. So. Where I used to read at Centennial Park I used to think I would meet somebody there Teal was the color of your shirt when you were 16 at the yogurt shop You used to work at to make a little money Time, curious time Give me no compasses, give me no signs Were there clues I didn't see? Just so pretty to think All along there was some Invisible string Tying you to me Yep. So the whole album, it's it's it was produced with Aaron Dessner from The National yeah. and uh, Bonnie Vare, Justin Vernon. 
was part of it. It is so freaking good. Like musically, it's good. Lyrically, it's good. Her voice is great. Like, I just, I don't know. I, I never would have seen that coming. Yeah. Never. I've never been a massive. I never would have saw it coming. I've never been a big Taylor Swift fan. I just, yeah. I like, I'm not a big fan of pop music. Like, I'm just yeah. not. And it's, and. She's but, really, really good at what she does. Yeah, she and is. she has crossed so many yeah, genres over her career. Yep. And if you've watched any documentary, like Miss Americana, or even the one with, that goes behind the scenes for this album, you realize how talented she yep. is on just an insane level. And she's kind of in a sweet spot now where she's so popular. She can kind of just do whatever the fuck. Absolutely. She, wants. She, and, she, she recorded this album and then yeah. like with a, just a couple weeks notice, let her record label yeah. know, Hey, I've got this. Yeah. And they yeah. they were completely Cause why aren't they going to be completely right. cool with it? And so I just, that album is just really good. So love it. Uh, and then my finally, this is my album of the year. And this came out like in January and it has maintained its album. I said, when this album came out, yeah, it's going to be about. hard for an album to top this for me. Uh, the band is Avila. Mm-hmm. Um, if anybody knows Bree Stoner from the yep. Numa video, Numa videos, uh, she did some of the music for those way, way the fuck back in the day. Early um, 2000s. The album is called Feminine Tense. And I will just say like this entire, entire album is about female empowerment. Um, so ladies, you're going to love this album even guys love you will love this album musically it's great lyrically it's great um and uh yeah so this album is called give up your thoughts Uh, if you look it up if you look up the band avila if you're interested in this you're going to come up with a bunch of different shit just look up the just look up feminine tense in albums and it'll come up um but this song is called give up your thoughts like i uh Noice. give up your thoughts i ain't your honey pie i ain't your sugar man i ain't your baby it's just fucking great dude she the the, the lyrics are great the music's great um yeah so feminine tense by avila get into it matt you got any honorable mentions um I mean, I could. I mean, I put out like four best of lists. So <laughs> just I just look at those in the pub. Yeah, I mean, I I do my best female 
fronted albums, do my best male fronted, best hip hop rap, and then do my top ten of the year. So just dig nice. around in the pub if you give a shit. Nobody does. So all right, it's just fun for me to do. My honorable mentions are where did where did my fucking list go? I don't know, it's um, Can I uh, go to bed yet? Women in Music. Um, yeah. Obama's book, Promised Land. Yeah. Uh, great. I've only at least I can speak for the first half. Uh, Mandalorian, um, The Testaments, which is the sequel to the novel The Handmaid's Tale. Aces. Those are um, good for your breath too. The, yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. They're really good, minty fresh. <laughs> uh, and then uh, another book, probably in the um, I did two um, two nonfiction, but fiction. Uh, Ready Player One. Oh my god, it's so good. I need to read that. It's, it's 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 like you guys would really like it too because it's like your childhood in a bottle. Um, it's so fucking good. You like a message in a bottle? Kind of. It's like a, it's yeah. I'm not even gonna just just go and read the book. And I I watched the movie. I enjoyed the movie. Um, and it prompted me to read the book. But the book is so much better than the movie. Yeah, it's insane how much better it is. So I will say back. honorable mention for me. Um, I won't play anything because there's just there's too many to go from. But so I've always been a I've been a jazz fan since college. Like. Felonious Monk was. A I'm monster. a jizz fan. It's the Star Wars jazz. <laughs> Motherfucker, man. <laughs> Felonious <laughs> started with Felonious <laughs> Monk. Felonious himself, that album where it's just him and his oh, that's piano. Good album. God yeah. damn. So uh, Monk, also good. Yeah, Felonious, uh, Miles Davis, John Coltrane, those uh, Charles Mingus, like yeah. those those four. Uh, Dave Brubeck, like those four or five, especially kind of brother. <laughs> What kind of mingus? <laughs> See, I fucking like. <laughs> I just, just want to go to bed. I just want to go to bed, man. So good. Is it? Yes, <laughs> it is. Um, come on, man. That's fucking great. Just, if it wasn't fucking ten o'clock, I'd be. Mingus. Anyway, um, so I'm. I've always been a huge classic jazz fan. Um, for I mean, since college, so that's been fuck twenty years. Um, you're, you're fucking not even listening. God damn it, motherfuckers! I'm listening. I'm listening. To Are you. you? I'm laughing at him laughing, and I'm also listening now. I've discovered more modern jazz this year that if you didn't know, you would swear it's classic jazz. Like it's that good. Um. There are just some uh, Nubia Garcia. She put out an album that was in my top ten this year, uh, like top ten total. Um, just an incredible, incredible jazz album. I, I bet I've downloaded at least twenty modern jazz albums this year. And they've all been exceptionally good. Uh, so that's been kind of a highlight because I, I love jazz. It's great reading music. It's great whatever anytime music. And so that's been kind of a highlight for me. I, there's no way I could pick just yeah. Just one, yeah. right? And and you can't just like play a selection of a jazz album. And go right. Here's a thirty second clip that's gonna yeah. do nothing. Right. Like challenge um, accepted. Let's listen to some jizz. <laughs> no, not that. Play that same yeah. song. All right, we'll play, play that, that same, same song. song. Uh, Newbie Garcia, Micaiah McRaven, um, Josh. Don't want to say Josh Johnson. Maybe is another. Ah, shit, that's probably not right. That anyway, Big's brother, huh? Jack's that brother. Big's brother. No, it's. <laughs> Big Johnson's bro. I'm done. Jack Johnson's. Play the. We're done. Play the fucking. We're done.
I just want to go to bed. Did he lift her up front and poke her in the rear? He did. Absolutely. Yep. With a saxophone. It's like Bill Clinton style. <laughs> no, that was a cigar. Oh, yeah. You don't think he ever did anything with a saxophone? <laughs> Probably. Because he's, he's a total fucking creep. Hey, Progressive, stop defending Bill Clinton. He's a sack of shit. Yeah, <laughs> fucking stop. Yeah, right. I got nothing. Brad? Uh, I'm not even on Twitter now. Nobody cares. cares. Who cares? Hashtag. Hashtag, meat off the bone. I've got <laughs> Hashtag frothing at the gash. <laughs> well, hashtag need a vitamin E drip. Hashtag bet she tastes delicious. <laughs> hashtag grief orthodox church. <laughs> hashtag priest Willie. <laughs> and hashtag Tojo Satriani. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, I've got hashtag all the meat off the bone. What was that even in reference to? I have no idea. I think I said it, but I don't remember what it was about. Uh, hashtag Chaco Vesa cleft for me. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking good. So good. Uh, hashtag is she frothing? Oh, God. I'm not sure which one's worse. <laughs> hashtag stalk of broccoli coming out of your unicorn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hashtag orthodox church. <laughs> hashtag related to Detlef. <laughs> Okay, that's kind of a dark a horse. Love shrimp reference. I met him at a. I wanted when I was a kid. Wanted a weekend or a Saturday at a Pacers basketball camp, yeah. and he was one of the players yeah. helping. He was he was big. He's, He's a, a good dude. guy. He's a good guy. He was a he was a large German. Yeah. Uh, hashtag hashtag Chuck son. <laughs> Chuck Yeager. God damn it! You said something yeah, about that's Aaron right. Yeager. Or yeah. Hashtag Hiroki Malmstein. <laughs> And then hashtag Big's brother. <laughs> All right. I've got hashtag into the fermenting tank. <laughs> There's no reality. <laughs> uh, hashtag, hashtag tastes like cheddar and sour cream. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe he's the only one that had that. Uh. Hashtag all Billy's children. And hashtag Cunnamingus. Dude, I like Cunnamingus a lot. <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> I really do. Hey, where, where do I go to get some Cunnamingus? I, that's fine with either me. How are we spelling that? That or Hiroki Momstein. Hiroki Momstein's pretty good, too, man. I mean, that... Have we done an actual Momstein hashtag? Yeah, we had... Uh... God, the Mal- the Ingve Momstein of podcasts. Did we ever... Did we choose I don't that? know if we actually went with that. <laughs> I'd have to go. It, it has to be back past 159. <sighs> oh, God. I don't care. Cunnamingus is fantastic. How are we spelling that? C-U-N-N-A-M-I-N-G-U-S. What? Cunna. M- okay, Mingus. Whatever. Who cares? C-U-N-N-A-M-I-N-U-G-U-S. Okay. Mingus. <laughs> if you've listened to this episode in its entirety, hit us up on social media with the hashtag. Hashtag Cunnamingus. Wow. 
We've hit an all-time low. Boy, I don't uh, know, man. Yeah, I don't know. Hot Petty Latte is pretty low. <laughs> yeah, so this is... When do you realize Bro, I can go back through all these, and they're all lows. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. Just, Very true. Just a reminder, uh, this is our final episode of the of the year. So. Or ever. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what 2021 holds. Yep. Beat the ball rock. <laughs> Jerks off as he guts it. That's what we know. <laughs> we yes, did that? Yes. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> what was that in reference? I don't to? even know, man. That was episode 213. Jerks off as he guts it? They called it the chili dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Yeah. I can't remember any that of that. That should shit. be part of our new year in review shit. Hashtags, yeah, like the what, hashtags. What our hashtags will be? No, the hashtags from the ye- from that year. Like, what's our favorite? Oh, that yeah, our new like. We should do that every year. Remind well, me next year. Assuming we're still around. Next I, year. I still oh, think well. our next episode should be a futurist episode. <laughs> <laughs> Just to piss Matt off. <laughs> In the year two thousand and twenty-one. One, one. Everything's gonna be like now, but a little bit worse. <laughs> <laughs>